I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Can't y'all see that he's fake? The rap version of T.D. Jakes prophesizing on your CDs and tapes. Won't break you off a crumb of the little bit that he makes. And this is with whom you want to place your faith. I put dollars on mine. Ask Columbine. When the Twin Towers dropped, I was the first in line. Donating proceeds of every ticket sold when I was out on the road. That's how you judge Hove, no? Ain't I supposed to be support, absorbing myself every time there's a tragedy? I'm the first one to help. They call me this misogynist, but they don't call me the dude that take his dollars and give gifts at the projects. The dudes is all politics, deposit and checks. They give, they put in their pocket and all you get in return is a lot of lip. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast for your host, Rod and Karen. And, uh, it's a Wednesday. Yes, it Last is. Last day of the week. Yes, it is. Um, so we can finally get this over with. Um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we've been having a lot of time, a lot, a lot of good times. Yes. Uh, people been enjoying the show. People, they have. People seem to really enjoy, uh, Olivia being on the show the other day. Yes. We loved her being on too. One of my favorite people. I already hearing buzz for, you know, uh, best new guest. Just, you know, everybody, uh, got the competition out there for you. Um, but. I like these shows when it's just me and you, Karen, because this means we can run through all the articles I have saved because I always have so many articles. It feels like news just piles up. Oh, yeah. And we want to talk about it. And then, you know, we get guests on and we get in these, you know, random topics and it just never kind of pops off. But like yesterday, we were able to cover a lot of news very quickly. And uh, that's one of the things I enjoy about the show. It was just us. Mm-hmm. Um, no offense to any guests, you know, Mm-mm. love the guests too. But, we do, you know, uh, we, we we're, you know, there's a reason that uh, there's a reason we got so many of these shows. Can I think we're pretty good at this? Yeah, I think we are too. We should probably stick with it, right? Um, no, but I just <laughs> no matter uh, how much uh, people say that uh, my voice is deeper than yours, or they don't like my voice, mm-hmm. or that I'm, um, you know, uh, that you sound country. Or that I'm, um, yeah, I do. Yeah, or that you know I'm 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 an Obama apologist, so you know I gotta. Oh, did you support feminism? Yeah, I'm a simp. Ah, you know, definitely been called a simp before. Um, Lord knows what else they got against me, but uh, we're able to make it somehow. <laughs> Lord, we able to make it. <clears throat> Don't forget, guys, you can leave five star reviews on iTunes or Stitcher for the show. We read them on the show on Saturdays when we do our feedback show. So make sure you guys do that. Uh, we appreciate everybody that takes the time out to do it because uh, it helps us, you know, helps us out. helps us move up the rankings, help people learn about the show. It spreads the word. And uh, Lord knows we can use some word spreading out there, guys. <laughs> Never could be too popular. Um, also, go to theblackouttest.com. Leave uh, comments on the show. Vote in the polls. Uh, let us know what you think about, you know, the topics that we've covered. Email the show, theblackoutist at gmail.com. Uh, leave a five star, I mean, leave a, uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, leave a comment on each, uh, on each article, on each, uh, post that we do. So each episode, you can leave comments. We read those and stuff. Um, you can leave us a voicemail as long as it's three minutes or less. Mm -hmm. 704. Five five seven zero one eight six. That's seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. Leave us that voicemail, three minutes or less, um, and we appreciate everybody that takes time out to do that. The official weapon of the show is the taser, an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. And today's podcast is brought to you by 
shadow dog productions go to their youtube page guys that's youtube.com slash shadow dog production uh it cut them off before they could get that s in there but make sure you guys go there and like their videos there's all kinds of funny stuff there's previews there's movie shorts there's um audio play behind the scenes videos there's blooper reels a uh, bunch of stuff on there and it helps us out because they get the clicks they see that you guys are interactive they see that you guys are involved you know like follow them check their new posts um you know give them a thumbs up leave a comment those are the things that really uh fuel the show and uh help us out tremendously um so it doesn't take anything but a few minutes to go on uh youtube look up shadow doll productions click on something like something uh give it a thumbs up Wh- whatever it takes it really is uh you know just it just helps us out a lot so it does please do that uh we also have a sexier sponsor Maybach O, Karen. Maybach O. Omarion from <laughs> Love and Hip Hop, Hollywood. <laughs> I haven't heard his music in, in years. The one thing I can't say, he done, he done got big and thick. Keeping them white and pearlies, white and pearly. Yes, he well, is. Well, let me ask you a question. Are you getting enough? I bet you'd love to get a little bit more, right? Well, AdamandEve.com would love to give you a whole lot more. It's uh almost Christmas time. It is. You know they got the twelve days of Christmas. Well, Adam and Eve got the ten free gifts of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Go to AdamandEve.com and look yourself up. It's ten free gifts. Uh, it's very simple to do. But first, let me tell you what you're gonna get. You get a sexy surprise for her. Something that's a little specially selected for the men folks. In case you still like men. And third, something for both of y'all motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Plus, you get six free adult length, uh, I mean, six free full length, <laughs> full length adult, adult length. movies. Yeah. I mean, they are for adults and they are adult length. Um, and number 10, you get free shipping on your entire order. So what do you have to do to get these 10 free gifts? It's not hard. Go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be a adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code TBGWT at checkout, and you'll get all your 10 free gifts. Mm-hmm. Check out at adamandeve.com today. Select one item and get 10 free gifts, including free shipping, when you enter offer code TBGWT. That's TBGWT at adamandeve.com. Sex Girl, you, 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 girl, you
about the talking about the sex playlist, Karen. I don't know nothing about that. This is the first time I'm hearing it. He named this whole album the Sex Playlist. Well, at least he won the people don't love and hip hop that actually got a damn album. I know. That's what I was that's yeah. why I listened to it. I said Right. This motherfucker done broke the streak of people that swear they gonna put out an album and be in the studio and the shit don't come out. Nah, he was serious. He was like, Yeah, y'all see me and I'm gonna have some shit. Yeah, it's always, you know, uh, you know, uh I'm in the studio, we getting right, about to get on the grind, take over this game, I'm about to tear up the charts, and he was like, wasn't that three years ago, what, what happened to the album? Right, this, you, this is the eighth season, I haven't heard an album yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, alright, well, we do have all kinds of stuff that's going on in the news and whatnot, um, uh, that we need to get to, um, but I had some things I was thinking about, um, you know how Solange just got married? Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've been married for a while. It's been, what, like maybe a month or so. Mm-hmm. If Beyonce real, um, she'll beat up Solange's husband. Um, in like a, maybe not an elevator, maybe Solange can't afford that, but like an escalator or like. Ha! <laughs> she'll some, never do that. Push him down some stairs or something like she. No. She still owe her one. So I think, be, uh, Solange better, Solange man better watch his back. If, you know, Beyonce might. He ain't got nothing to worry about. You know, trip him while he, you know, walking through a, a revolving door or something. Oh no, she'll never do it. Now, something may happen to him, but she'll never do it. I'm just saying. Um, another thing I've been noticing a lot of people very upset about, um, uh, all the respectability politics going around. Like, even like, oh, you know, if we pull our pants up, it won't matter. The police still going to kill us. You know, Don Lemon, you the worst, all this stuff. And I was thinking about it, though. Um, I'm, I'm against respectability politics most of the time. Me too. But. Because that bullshit get on my goddamn nerves. I am for respectability politics in porn. I need these black men to stop wearing do-rags, fitties, and white socks. Ah! You know what? The fucking porn shoot, man, is making the whole race look bad. Now you know what? I stand for that. Right. I, I, you know, I caught myself being racist against myself the other day, looking at this porn. I said, "Why this nigga got a do rag and a fitted, right, and some socks? Like, is it cold in there? Like, what the fuck, Ah, man?" Last time I checked, no, no, we talked to Sarah J. They turn off like everything so you just got air going on. So uh, obviously you're not hot. I mean, you're not cold. I mean, they won't respect our porn if we continue to act this way okay we have to conform you like when you go to adamandeve.com and put in our code and buy them porn movies you don't see white dudes wearing socks and do-rags and no, fitted hats you see their feet right right well film around their feet film you know get the feet out of the shot i don't give a fuck but right you know do you really need to wear like white athletic socks like it don't even go with the scene <laughs> Like the dude has on the suit, and then Brian Pumper got some fucking white athletic socks with the suit. It doesn't make sense. Not only that, and then you had the nurse not to wear the socks that, you know, you can get the socks uh, for your feet if they sweat a lot. You ain't even got the sports socks. What do you call them socks? Mm. Um, yeah, uh, they're just athletic socks. Oh, athletic socks. My bad. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't even have the nurse to have them on, so it's not, strategically, is no reason for it other than it's like you associate that with black porn. Mm-hmm. And that's sad. It is sad. What y'all going to have next on the fried chicken? Like, Don Lemon wants to end the N-word. I just want to end fitteds, do-rags, and white socks. 
tennis shoes on the couch you know shit like that i signed that one that black people just we do way too much in porn i'm sorry but we gotta we gotta do better man it's not very professional all right <laughs> i was watching porn the other day and some uh the door knocked like somebody knocked on the door okay and i wouldn't have answered it but at the time we were expecting the maintenance people to come to the house okay so i was like fuck let me put my dick away <laughs> go answer this door obviously i'm not gonna shake their hands or nothing there could be dick juice on it i, I get it I'm not dis- <laughs> I'm not disgusting everybody okay so i go and i look at out the peephole and it's not the maintenance people okay. it's two asian women and i was like what the fuck is going on did they hop out of my porn into real life like why did you answer, are they did you be answer the door pixelated well oh, I, did you, is it gonna be pixel i know right am i gonna be able to see you well at this point i had already stopped jerking it so <clears throat> i'm like what could this be so um i answered the door because like first i was just gonna not answer the door like normal and be like fuck it but then i had looked out the peephole like damn they probably heard me because like i i didn't come to the door carefully because i thought it was maintenance you know and when it's maintenance i always try to come to the door loud like so they know stomping. somebody yeah. in there so it's right. like don't just bust in my motherfucking house dog like i'm coming you know with more ways than one sometimes but <laughs> so i'm like fuck i know they heard me now it's gonna be awkward so i just opened the door i was you like better than me to just been awkward oh well yeah I, I opened the door i mean it's two little ladies it's not they're not gonna do nothing to me i don't think oh so. no i'm just like uh yeah can i help you and they was like yeah uh we're from the church of jesus up the street and we were wondering if uh you know do you go to church and i was like i don't believe in god Clunk, and just slammed the door <laughs> right <laughs> you might as well kept the right. damn door shut then why did you open up the door i don't know I didn't know what they wanted. Like they started saying that shit, and I couldn't think of a quicker way <laughs> to end the conversation. To just get it over with. Like they was just, "Have you been to church lately?" And I was like, "I don't even believe." Why click? Like I'm not buying what you're selling, ladies. <laughs> it's not how it's gonna work. I not want your Jesus cookies. Beat it. Yeah, you know. Um. Uh. So yeah, that. Was, but that was weird because it's like, what do you do? What I mean, I I mean, I guess other people just don't even answer the door. But I don't, especially being a woman, I definitely don't. Yeah, but I, you know, I just it was so awkward because I, you know, I and I I felt bad for like three seconds, and I was like, oh, I can go finish jacking off now. <laughs> you better than me. I don't answer the door to strangers, but you ain't gangster like your mama, because you know the way your uh, mama and them house is. They got like, you know how some people have like the glass doors with parts of its glass. Mm-hmm. And they ha- actually have like signs that say no soliciting, but, but motherfuckers uh, bypass that, act like they don't read them signs. I see it was funny. I see your mom walk downstairs, look at them in their face and take her ass back upstairs like nothing happened. She's like, mm-hmm. nope, uh, read the sign, sure. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, I mean, they, they can't see in, so I'm sure it would be more awkward. But yeah, they, um, they left or whatever. Uh, it's just yeah just because you see me in here don't mean i won't be bothered with you right and it was weird too because like i was watching asian porn at the time so i was like i'm gonna go ah! back to it's like oh yeah them two ladies what if they had kissed each other you know but <laughs> they uh, wasn't on the bus right it was like not not those two ladies there's no religious people in the ones i watch um so that you know that happened um but uh, i don't even think i want to be with two women like that at once because um you know threesome is not really my 
forte shit it's hard enough to do a twosome right like i'm not big into that as a genre anyway like two women that i gotta satisfy at the same time or whatever i like i like the intimacy you know but i feel like once you start adding other people into the sex that people have to start taking on different roles Mm-hmm. you know and, and what if you know what if you're in the threesome uh you know and you know like a lot of dudes keep thinking like what's funny like i saw this girl tweeting the other day she was like threesomes are for a grown people they are for adults too many of y'all are too immature to pull off a threesome and i was like I well i'll just be immature right that has nothing to do with maturity or not immaturity you well i'll just be immature then me, okay because the other preference. thing the other thing too is a girl like that you start talking about threesomes and you thinking like oh yeah get with her get with another chick she probably gonna bring like another dude to the bed you know, it's gonna be you and another the big dude. ass dude in the bed with your girl talking about it's a threesome it count you know and then once that happens it don't feel the same like people gotta take on their roles in the threesome right doing you know? the scandal life of tower and shit and you weren't prepared for it it's like interrogation <laughs> right you had good cop and your bad cop in the threesome and somebody gotta be the good cop somebody gotta be the bad cop and i'm not the kind of person that could be the bad cop i don't want to be the bad cop to somebody i care about you know like you maybe if you're like whoever the stranger is i'm assuming is the bad cop you know ah. and then the good cop is whoever has to stay there with the woman and live with her for the rest of their lives so right but if this you know, is what everybody's in agreement with that's fine but i know me personally mm-mm. and i don't ask this people's personal purpose because like i say having sex with just one other person can be strange can be awkward mm-hmm. can be stressful can be you know especially uh you dealing with people that's judgmental now you have more people in the room that's judgmental or to your body they could just be like more like intense like maybe Correct. that's not you know like what if he come in and he's like on some wesley pipe shit or you know he's like yeah bitch suck my dick hey man that's my wife what are you doing right we didn't she's not a bitch sir this. you know and then i gotta overcompensate and make sweet love and start <laughs> talking about spending our lives together and all this stuff it's, it's too much <laughs> too much pressure man i don't know how people manage that maybe i'm not mature enough but you gotta have all these rules and shit. You don't need all you those better. rules. You need all those rules for regular sex. I don't want to have. Now I got a whole slate of shit that I could fuck up by just having sex with an extra person in the house. No shit. You, sometimes you gotta have rules with two people because motherfuckers don't know how to fuck with just two of you. Do you have another right. person? You have all these other set of issues. But everybody that does the threesome say you gotta have rules. Like you have two, some don't always have to have rules. That's true. You know, sometimes it's just like, oh, we're gonna have make out and have sex like right and sometimes that is the problem that you don't have rules but yeah yeah but with the threesome shit i mean well obviously i'm not talking about some bill cosby no 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 crazy shit but i'm just saying no 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 with a threesome you know people always talk about you gotta have some rules or else everything's gonna go crazy like that's a lot of pressure man i don't want a whole lot of rules and shit it is true don't look her in the eyes don't talk to her too much don't say anything because everybody's different right some people don't kiss in the mouth yeah there's all kinds of rules and regulations people have with that right and if somebody break the rule then the whole sex thing fucked up i mean yep what if you forget one of the 17 charter amendments to the rules and shit <laughs> you know oh i don't remember this part the, a of the constitution yeah i don't remember this at the board meeting that we had oh what roll back the minutes can you roll back the minutes ah! on the threesome now how much eye contact did we decide upon oh i'm sorry so okay only female to female eye contact well i'll be damned you know so i don't know man it's a lot of work man 
Um, more power to you if that's your thing. Right. You know, but I don't know. It's a lot of crazy shit out there. I was thinking the other day too about, um, you know how kids now, like, uh, when you watch Looney Tunes, I was watching, I was watching Looney Tunes the other day and it was an old one. But you know they had edited it for the new kids. They they you know mm-hmm. they have to edit the shit, right? Because new kids, you know, we got this politically correct. I'm not saying it's wrong. Yeah. If I had a kid, I would prefer them to see the edited version of the shit that yeah, we yeah. saw. Yeah, and I guess to be because, quite honest. And it always fucks with me because I'm always I'm used to the unedited version, so it always fucks with me when they chop shit out. Cause mm-hmm. I'm, you know, cause I'm looking like, what the fuck is? Oh yeah, wait, oh yeah, they. Well, you remember that dog? I think his name was Spike. I might be tanking it. It is Spike on Tom and Jerry. Yeah, on Tom and Jerry. Um, Tom and Jerry was fucking with each other. You know how they do. And so Tom put Jerry on like a hook or some shit, and he was gonna use him to catch fish. Now, why he wouldn't just eat Jerry once he had him on the hook, I don't know. (laughs) But he—that's what he decided to do: to dress him up like a worm, throw him in the in the in the water, and make him you know get a fish to eat him right mm-hmm. so jerry hits the water he sees spike in a boat he swims over to spike and he puts the hook on spike's collar spike's sleeping on the boat and then he yanks the cord the the the, the line twice so of course jerry uh thinks he has a bite i mean tom thinks he has a bite so he reels the, the line in starts reeling it all fast and of course it's actually pulling spike right so then once Spike comes out of the water before the water rolls off of him, he still thinks it's a fish. Jerry pulls out a club and he hits Spike upside the head with a baseball bat to like how, how Alaskan fishers, uh, knock a fish out. Some, fa- some people do that. Right. So they won't be squirming around and shit when you pull them out of water. Right. Yes. So he hit him upside the head and then the water rolls off of him. He sees, oh fuck, it's Spike. Right. And so then. The knot comes up on Spike's head because, you know, Jerry tries to act like, Tom tries to act like he didn't do shit. Right. And then he takes the, the, the baseball bat and he tries to push the knot in a little bit. Yes. And the knot goes all the way in and then it comes back up. And so then he tries to like knock it down a little bit like, like you would a hammer, like knock, 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 knock the knot back into his head. Mm-hmm. Comes back up. And then finally he hits him real hard with the bat again, which of course knocks the knot back up and, uh, he starts to run. Right. So he starts running and Spike starts chasing him. And I remember Spike fucked his ass up. Mm-hmm. They cut, they cut the scene. And so it just ends with Spike chasing Tom. It just that, like, that's, that's the end of the whole. Yeah. The, oh, the next cartoon, the oh. end. Like it doesn't even make sense. Nope. It don't. That's because that's- now like, you know, like, no cartoon ends that way. Nope. And I think that's what fucks me up the way they edit. Cause for like this, the way that they edit, they don't do good editing. It's right. like if you're if you're gonna end it like that, I'd rather you not show it or redo it with a different ending. Now, I don't remember what Tom did. I don't know remember what Spike did. Like if he, like maybe what he did was more horrific than I remember. Maybe he like killed his whole family. I don't know. No, he didn't kill his whole family. But you know, whatever I'm, it I'm is, just joking. <laughs> come on, obviously. I mean, his whole cartoon family, all of them. Yeah, he came to Spike's house. He raped everybody. Then he killed them. Ah! Then he sold meth. Yeah, he he did the George Bush CIA on them. Yeah, and just he tortured them, them all up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what he did to him. I just remember it was you know he got him back. Right, like you said, that's a weird way to end a cartoon. Right, and it wasn't like a racial thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, he turned time into a picking or whatever they used to do right like I, it was just yeah i could see them doing that doing yeah it was that. just something violent whatever it was it was something maybe stuck the bat up his ass i don't know 
but what i was thinking is you know now kids have all these cell phones and shit mm-hmm. and the kids you know they watch pornography and shit mm-hmm. and i realized that if you take the violence out of looney tunes and the misogyny and the racism kids have to scratch that itch with porn you can't even blame them where else are they gonna get these valuable years. resources video games you know you gotta get it with video games and pornography man it's the only place where you can get violence racism and misogyny and not be judged <laughs> you know we used to get it from looney tunes yeah you know can we really judge these kids for fucking sexing each other and shit like we we probably would have been doing the same thing if i know i would have i'm so glad i'm so glad like twitter and facebook and the internet wasn't around when i was growing up by the time it came around everything was fucking dial up so you couldn't see nothing so yeah i'm glad because a lot of you motherfuckers out there pointing fingers and judging kids how about how kids today ain't shit you ain't shit either and you wouldn't have been shit either if you'd had access to the same technology that they do today yep I mean, think, like people do all this sexting and shit. I don't even know what's wrong with dudes. I don't even know why they do the sexting stuff. Cause like nobody wants to see your dick really like unsolicited. Maybe she asked to see your dick. That's and, one thing. But, but it's a lot of dudes that just like send their dick. It's like their go-to move. And that, like, look at my dick. Look at my dick. And that was pisses women off. It was like, nigga, I didn't ask for your dick pic. Right. That wouldn't work in real life it's not like if you were at a club like if i was out at a bar and i won't put her titties out i'd be like yeah damn i want to go home with them titties but but if i pull my dick out we all know she be calling the police because that's how life works it's not necessarily fair but we all know pull your dick pull your tits out oh she's the fun girl at the club pull your dick out call 911 that's the way that's the rules yeah, it is the rules, and, yeah. uh, and and a lot of people uh, treat it like they do out in the streets. You know, on the streets, you don't pull your dick out. You just holler and harass at her. But but online, you can literally pull your dick out on her and be like, here, bitch, is my dick. Right. Well, anyone that pulls their dick out in real life, we consider them some type of fucking sick fan, right? Right. Online, you know, you wonder why it's not why it's weird. Like, nobody wants to see your dick. Can't just throw your dick at people. <laughs> not so, not but, unless it's solicited. But if you really want to seduce these women... I'm going to tell you something, fellas. Now, I hate to give away the game, ladies. You got to start sending unsolicited baby pics. <laughs> that that breaks you down. Yeah. They, they love that shit. Aww. Essentially, you know, you're just showing them beautiful little children's, you know, like, oh, look at this beautiful little baby, you know, d- dressed all sassy, like, you know. It might be a t-shirt stunting like mama or something like that. You know, just a little unsolicited, beautiful little black child. And they be like, oh, look at this little beautiful baby. And then they start thinking about, you know, one day I would love to have a baby. And what you're really saying is how are we going to start this process to creating one of these beautiful little black children's through sex is basically subliminally sending them your dick it depends on a woman for some women that ain't that that you that will actually backfire because like fuck you and fuck babies but nah, you know that's not true guys don't listen to her no all women don't want L- kids listen, son listen all women a hundred percent appreciate a beautiful baby okay now that yes all but it don't doesn't mean matter they, they don't want to have you to make one don't even matter if they don't want to have one don't even matter i you don't even want to have a kid Mm-mm. more than likely but how do you babies get here? <laughs> it just subliminally says, why don't we go half on the kid? Now, you're not really going to go half on the kid, but nobody thinks it's creepy to send an unsolicited baby pic. Now, that's true. That's, that's safe Children as shit. Children are cute. 
Send, but you send your dick all of a sudden you're blocked on instagram twitter facebook yes, you know i'm you trying to help shit. trying to help you creeps out okay and you're welcome all right let's get into some news got <laughs> <laughs> plenty plenty of crazy ass news been happening i guess we should start with uh trying start to, with bill trying Cosby to help dick stalkers out there I'm trying to keep creeping this off the timeline, okay, people? I'm That's trying to help true. everybody out. If I'm some type of asshole for saying don't send dick pics, then I'll just be that kind of dude. I'm sorry. Judge me. But y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, now, if she wants it, that's nothing. If it's unwanted, mm-mm, no, sir. Yeah, unsolicited baby pics, fine. Yes. Oh, whose baby is this? Yes, yeah, because children are cute. Yeah, she is adorable. Mm-hmm. Now you got conversation. Ah, unsolicited not, dick pics not 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 unless it's an ugly baby unsolicited dick pics conversation ended unsolicited baby pics conversation starter you're welcome <laughs> is this the one we've been playing all the time i can't remember oh uh, we go back and forth it don't matter i don't know i think the other one was the hip-hop one right yeah we've been going back and forth between the seasons oh yeah uh let me see if i can find another version I think they got all the seasons on this one. right it's the cosby show mm-hmm. uh chat room pick a number and we will let you play the game yep chat room pick a number see who uh who has a number first and who's listening mm-hmm it's a number between one to thirty black rob says ten we'll go with him let's go with ten see three five seven ten oh god Rich Stella writes for the rap.com in defense of Bill Cosby, a guest opinion blog. Editors note the rap CEO and editor in chief addresses reader outrage over this post and the headline has been updated accordingly to a response. Uh, read Sherry Waxman's letter to the editor here. Uh, Mayor Copa, the furor over my recent blog that was misconstrued as defending Bill Cosby was unexpected, but not unwarranted. I apologize to anyone who has faced the horrific physical and mental pain that comes with forcible abuse and unwelcome sexual advances. Rape is a strong, is a strong term. And we often forget that a what might be a strong term, a strong term, Karen. What else can it mean other than rape? It's a strong term is all he's saying. He didn't say what it meant something else. We often forget that what might appear as protestations that are muted by either the deliberate or clandestine ingestion of drugs is as heinous as being forced to submit sexually at gunpoint. They are both rape. When you add that to a public figure who abuses that power and considers his celebrity to be the ultimate aphrodisiac, you have a lethal combination that should not be defended. 
clearly the women who have come forward now do so more out of frustration with the legal system than as i described their desire to fix one eye on a cnn camera and the other on a reality show contract that was not only mean but incendiary to anyone who has experienced that sort of abuse i was reminded by people very close to me that if any of those women were my daughter friend or close associate i would take a different tack with cosby and would not end up in a blog i had to think about that and admit they were right as Sharon Waxman so eloquently defended me, uh, the purpose of the blog was to bring damnation down on the media. On this subject, I'm not willing to pull punches. In my zeal to cram as many adjectives and references to pop culture in my diatribe, the original substance of the blog was obfuscated by what one person accurately referred to as a language that belonged in middle school. I prided myself in defending those who have no voices, the elderly, the victims of child abuse, and survivors of the Holocaust. If a Holocaust survivor was discounted because they did not speak out many decades ago, I would be enraged. Therefore, I understand your rage. Now, let's look at his original post. Okay. Because I feel like that apology, while not really good enough in my opinion, <laughs> sounded like he must have fucked up bad yeah he did god he, damn. he must have said some shit what was he saying so let's read what he mm-hmm. said bill cosby raped me now that i have your attention consider this the allegations of sexual misadventure and impropriety that have pummeled the cause over the last few weeks is not the issue the issue is the scurrilous environment where media outlets and journalists lie in wait like aging corpulent prostitutes their hair dyed flame red and their nails like elongated daggers waiting to blow any john who dares to topple those who may be kings it's once again an example of the tmzization of journalism Mm. i like that he started with bill cosby raped me right and and i also like that he said the allegations of sexual misadventure and impropriety are not the issue (laughs) what oh man oh god no wonder you had to apologize i know his mitches got set on fire oh man I they know lit his ass up I bet walking away from this shit like lynn whitfield right and i guarantee you family members and shit read that i was like nigga you can't put this bullshit out there don't you put that evil on me ricky bobby right the prize real estate that is the first screen views that is the first screen views of news websites or the much vied for leading news story content on the evening news has been hijacked for reports of the latest cosby detractor while issues like ferguson uh is isis i guess immigration reform and 46 abducted students in mexico receive a momentary lapse of attention our focus shifts when the celebrity falls and like extras in the walking dead our direction sharply turns and our attention shifts to the exposed flesh of the fallen and we grunt and drool waiting to feast so he says we become zombies to feast on these celebrities as a downfall and of course, the false ultimatum. We can't possibly care about Ferguson, ISIS, immigration reform, and 46 abducted students, plus Cosby being a serial rapist. Why do people act like you can't care about multiple things? Like, everybody doesn't have a one-track mind. I can care about them all and care about them all in the same manner. The concept of justice is disregarded. The statute of limitations is ignored. The recollections of events that happened as long as 50 years ago are dredged up by aging actresses who have one eye on the CNN camera and the other on a book or reality show deal. Hmm. 
yeah because all these women gonna be on vh1 next first of all shame on him that you could really start two love and bill cosby franchises off of just his victims he's done that many like you could literally start a whole like section of vh1 just dedicated to how many women for the rape of bill right for the rape of bill could easily easily be a whole segment just every like a year round you know how they do basketball wise la virginia salt lake city you know like you but can do that one, shit. you don't get voted off you get raped off right <laughs> you do not get a blue pill no i'm sorry um you have to walk away here right. with your life in dignity right here's your tea you can leave um so it says um if the statute of limitations was as long as the 15 minutes of fame that these lost souls are trying to recapture then our prisons would be as vacant as the holiday in acapulco you probably have to know have no idea what that means because you're not used to real news i have an issue with people that think it's fucking rewarding for women to come out and say that they've been raped like it is a badge of honor to do this right where are the famous rape victims right well, where, where are they the, movie contracts? Where are they right. TV contracts? Where are why, these why, rich, why, why aren't they getting Oscars? Where are the reality shows of just throngs of women going, I was sexually assaulted. And people throw and money welcome at to, them. And welcome to the K. Michelle show, because that's what I'm here famous for. Right. Thankfully, the statute of limitations was written to avoid exactly what this blog is about. There is no legitimacy to justice if there is no real evidence. And evidence has a way of vanishing as memories dim with the margin of time. A DNA swab on most of Kazi's detractors is, if done today, would most likely come up exceedingly dry. Now, you know he's trying to say they got some dry pussies because they old. That's what that, that was just shade. Um, not to mention, if a rape happened 30 years ago, well, of course there's no evidence now. Of course, but it does not mean it does not happen. Exactly. That yeah. That's the part that fucking kills me when it comes to this. For some reason, when it comes to especially particular crimes, right, rape victims, period. But most women are the victims of rape. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to this, all of a sudden, you there's this evidence and you got to prove and all this shit. But like I said before, when it comes to other shit, you don't need the goddamn evidence, but you need it for this. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that these women, what what these women claim to happen didn't happen. Yes, you are. I get it. Cos was the campfire that parents would sit at with their children and chuckle at his homespun humor and life lessons. When we all retreated back to our tents with our tummies full of s'mores and toasted marshmallows, Cos went back in his tent, banging the camp counselor after doping her with quaaludes. Yes, that could well have happened. And once those women realized the violation that they endured at the hands of Kazi, then they should have reported it then not a generation later that's right you got to tell everybody when we feel like it guys right and you get raped the onus is on you to come forward at a time that we just deem relevant and if not then we get to ignore you and admonish you because you didn't do it at that time and also uh, another problem that i have and i have a problem with people's people putting a, a a time limit on when a victim should come out about when she's been raped i'm the victim i can come out and speak any goddamn time i choose to come out and speak about it not to mention it's such it's so harsh on what like as harsh as this idiot is being on these women today idiots in 1975 would have been much harsher on these women for coming at the height of this dude's fame and celebrity like 
they would have been more harsh on her back then like on these women then so you can't just throw that out there like the society doesn't have a role to play in this um you know what about all the people that you know maybe they were sexually assaulted but as is their right they've decided i don't want to press criminal charges i don't want to go through the humiliation of going to a courtroom i don't want to deal with looking this guy in the eye in the courtroom i don't want to deal with a police giving me an invasive rape kit i don't want to deal with this i don't want to deal with family looking at me weird friends looking at me weird right just the world looking at me weird and constantly and me have to constantly relive And, and, and what's so funny to me uh about this whole situation is that everybody has their own definition of how you they think that you should react as a fucking rape victim everybody is different some people choose to talk some people choose to go to the police and press charges immediately some people choose not to press charges and talk later some people choose to get to the point where they say i'm not gonna be a victim no more and they don't fucking cry and crawl in the corner and they stand proud and say that i survived they get criticized sometimes even worse than the people that cry because they feel like well you're you're a victim you ought to come out here and show us how sad and how and and and, and how you know crumbly you should be and and how i, I should be able to to feel your pain you know like you just got raped yesterday why why should you feel this because it comes to the thing at the end of the day it's about power and she and and people who get to that point in their life says motherfucker you don't have any more power over me but people constantly want you to feel powerless so they constantly put it out there because at the end of the day it's about power the power is stripped from you when you're violated and then the power is stripped from you when you will come out and talk and also another problem that I have with this bullshit is everybody wants to know motherfucking victim names why because it does not matter because if you know her name or not she's at fault if you don't know her name you're fussing about her name if you got a name you go attack her on social media find out where she lived and harass her and her motherfucking family or whoever the victim is and so it's it's, it's just one of those things that it, it fucking frustrates me when you get on these goddamn topics because a lot of times people that come out their mouth sideways about this bullshit have never goddamn been raped. And the biggest issue that I have, and all jokes aside, and I know men have been raped too, but the biggest issue that I have is motherfucking goddamn men that come out and talk about how I should feel and how I should respond about being raped by another goddamn man. Right. Not to mention, um, how is he any different? from the people who want to get in cosby's business right and watch his fall and watch how he deals with it the people that he accuses of you know wanting to wanting to put his business in the street and and the tmzization of what how's he any different because that's what he wants to do to these victims correct they want to take these victims and run them through the ropes they want to get in their personal business and they want to ascribe motives to them and it doesn't matter how many people get accused uh you know have to accuse this man it you know it could be fucking you know 20 women at this point it doesn't matter to these guys because it's like, well, let's go through each woman and tell you why she didn't get raped. Correct. And, and, you know, and, oh, well, you should have known you were a young actress going to his room. Okay, what about the next one? Well, that's Janice Dickinson. She's crazy. Okay, right. what about the next one? Well, she just wanted to part on a different world. Okay, cool. What about the next one? Well, she just was, you know, like, it's always something for every single woman. Correct. If you just ignore the fucking trend. Right. And, and, and I think for me, the, the, 
one another the one of the biggest issues that I have about just rape and rape culture when you talk about it is that because most of the victims are women, society does not give a fuck because women in our society are looked at as second class citizens. And that's the problem from the get go. We are not looked at e- as equals. And the thing is that why is it always you want to run the woman through the mud, but you never want to run the men through the mud. You never want to search through their backgrounds. You never want to search through their history. You never want to right. go and see how many times they've been arrested. You never want to go and see how many times they passed out drunk. You never want to go and through their, do anything that they've ever done. You don't want to check their Facebook, check their Twitter, check their Google. You don't want to do that bullshit. You always want to go and attack the victim when there are two people that participated in this activity, but for some reason, you always want to go and tear her down. But when people turn around and say, y'all need to go after the people that are committing these crimes, you don't want to do that because it's easier to attack somebody that you already feel like is helpless. You know what's amazing to me? Um, how come, let's say every single woman's lying. Every single one of them did not get raped. They did not get forced. They did not pass out all this shit, right? Nobody want to know why this motherfucker fucked 20-something women while he was married all this time? Yeah, nobody cares about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just that alone tells you that we're looking at this shit completely different because he's a man. If it was mm-hmm. a woman that fucked 23 dudes, she wouldn't even have to be... Uh, she wouldn't even have to be married at any point. It wouldn't even Correct. have to be cheating on somebody. People call Kim Kardashian a hoe, and we know she fucked like six niggas. Like, if this would have been a, like, hey, we found out that the whole time that um, I don't know, some other famous woman was 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 married, uh, she was fucking twenty seven dudes. We would that alone would be enough to shame that woman out of public life. You know, like she cheated with twenty something dudes. Oh my mm-hmm. god. This dude is basically going around like, yeah, I mean, I fucked him, but I ain't no rapist. I mean, I just fucked 20 something young, impressionable ladies. Right. Uh, while I was married to Camille and Camille sitting there right beside him, like, hmm, yes, our art for the Smithsonian is great. Right. It's amazing. I like that. And that's, that's if you, that's if you were dumb enough to believe nothing happened. Uh, I wrote a blog, he wrote, I wrote a blog recently taking Woody Allen down for his alleged abuse that was detailed in Dylan Farrell's op-ed in the New York Times. You might find it hypocritical that I suggested that we shun Woody Allen based on years of old testimony. And I'm giving Kyle's a pass for his alleged abuse of women, of women years ago. There's a huge difference. Dylan Farrell had credibility. Child abuse in my estimation is on, on an equal part to murder. The uncomfortable truth that Dylan Farrell courageously revealed to me was undeniable. And that abuse had been reported on both social workers, uh, to both social workers and to the courts. Not so with Bill Cosby. His detractors and accusers smack of something else than truth. They carry the faint aroma of deceit, selective memory, and blind ambition. And that's the end of it. Mm. And you, and All of them, Karen. All 20-something mm. women. And you, and you put this shit out out on the internet and thought people were just gonna praise you for this bullshit mm-hmm. you you really thought that this was okay of course it has 565 comments i know it does from you know, people agreeing I, and disagreeing because it blew up um no i'm pretty sure mo- almost everybody i'm looking at agreed um i don't know a lot of people disagree because it's fucking insulting and it's infuriating right. and and it's frustrating yeah, and, and especially hypocritical for a guy who would write anything about Woody Allen needs to be shunned, you know, and then to hop on this Bill Cosby is, is fine. 
you know so and and even i find his apology at the beginning to have been condescending and mm-hmm. not genuine right and not fully an apology because like Mm-mm. i just want to take down the media fuck you man it's not like i understand this idea this impulse that the media is always wrong but it's not always the media's fault if you cover something up for 30 years and when it when the dam breaks the dam's gonna damn break Correct. you know what i mean like it's not gonna break it's not gonna trickle out Mm-mm. you enact you actively covered something up for 30 years with many many different people that witnessed it and had a role in it people are going to keep coming out there will be new shit every fucking day Correct. because you made sure there was no shit for every day for 30 years correct and i can and in my heart i really believe that the people that do come out honestly it's a fraction of the people that yeah. he really committed this crime it, against it's like i guarantee any, you it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if it was literally hundreds of women it's like anything especially with sexual assault you're just seeing the people that were brave enough and composed enough and at a place in their life where they could come forward, where they felt they would be believed. Not to mention many of these women came forward before and were shushed up. Not only that. You know, his lawyers and all these people jumped on these women and shut them up. This is now just now reaching a time where a woman can come forward and people will at least hear out her claims. Right. And this is not include the women that have died. Yeah. Because this is a long period of time. Yeah. It's just it's a lot of women correct it's going like this is like when you uh if you see one roach then oh, you yeah. got a roach problem you know like because there's a lot of them yeah. hiding somewhere right like this you know hey i only see two ants uh trust me it's not two ants it's, in the whole it's world. A family uh let's see let's see another number in the chat room let's see what y'all, y'all pick, pick a number, number again pick a number again let's see who's ready this time and who's listening um uh, are y'all listening probably got a little delay markham says 11. 11 let's go with 11 um so five seven ten oh two women come forward this is november 21st that's how long this shit's been going on guys Whew. two women come forward um with bill cosby rape allegations bill cosby never in the horror story continues two more women have shared their accounts of allegedly being raped by the comedian as one was a underage girl in Pittsburgh. The other says she worked at a Los Angeles talent agency in the 1960s, the 1960s. Renita Cheney Hill told CBS Pittsburgh that she was involved in a four year on again, off again relationship with Cosby after she was casting his educational program picture pages at age 15 in the 1980s. She recounts in what has now become an all too familiar motif accepting an invitation to see Cosby being offered a drink and then not remember what happens next. What's crazy is I remember picture page. Mm-hmm. Remember that pen? I wanted that pen so bad. <laughs> That's very old school right I don't there. even know where you get that pen from. Yes, if they even make it. Yeah, like I, I doubt you can even fucking find that um that pen, man. I Like I wonder if they got the song. It was picture page, picture page. Mm-hmm. Like, I, um, I guarantee it's on YouTube. Yeah, man. Oh. Um, do they got the theme song though what is this picture page oh wait i think this is it let me turn the volume up uh all right it's kind of quiet so it's old picture page, picture page, it's time to get your picture page it's time to get your crayons and your pencils picture page, picture page is open 
watch Bill Cosby do a picture page with you. There you are, and here I am, and I want to introduce you to a couple of my friends. This is Wellington, the Wiggly Worm, and this is Booker T. Bluebird. Now, Wellington and Booker T. share this <coughs> colonial-style birdhouse over here because rents are so high that they cannot afford separate houses. Now, I know that you know that birds are supposed to eat worms, but these two get along just fine. Wellington cleans up the basement, and Booker T. handles the attic. How big is his damn birdhouse? Two stories? Um, I think he's talking about his penis, and I think the birdhouse <laughs> is a woman's vagina. <laughs> and I, think, I, say, God damn, they... I think Booker is some actual tea. He's a blue pill that you ah. put in some tea. I thought it was going to say Booker T. Washington. I was like, what's happening here? Um, she says he would. F- and here's the thing. People that reject this shit have no problem believing he fucked these women. They have no problem being like, yeah, he probably had a four year affair with this woman. Yeah. But, but which apparently has no nope. knock on his credibility at all. Nope. No knock on his cra- character at all. Nope. But it is a knock on the woman's character. Of and course. it's a reason, it's a reason for them not to believe her. Right. Oh, you carried on a four-year affair with a married man. Well, then you're you're not believable. But didn't two people fuck? Right. And Why is his word so easy to take? Right. And he was the one married, not her, right? Right. Okay. He would fly me to a number of cities, including New York and Atlanta, she remembers. He would be busy during the day, and then I'd come to his hotel room at night. Hill says when she was alone with Kazi, the scenario was always the same. Kazi would insist she have a drink even though she was underage. She says she now believes she was drugged. One time, I remember just before I passed out, I remember him kissing and touching me, and I remember the taste of his cigar on his breath, and I didn't Uh, like it. I remember another time I woke up in my bed the next day, and he was leaving. He mentioned, you should probably lose a little weight. I thought that odd. How would he know that? Um, Hill says after a while, she began to put two and two together. I always thought it was odd that after I had this drink, I would end up in my bed the next morning. I wouldn't remember anything, she said. She says she doesn't know if she was raped because she was unconscious. Like I said, I feel like this is his thing. I don't think yeah. this isn't That's about. That's how he likes to fuck. Yeah, this isn't about. A comatose woman. It's the only way I could get a woman in bed. No, nah, he mm-hmm. prefers a fucking woman that's passed out and he's fucking her. Right. It just felt weird to me. And I remember being in high school saying to him, I'll come see you, but I don't want to drink because it makes me feel funny. And he would tell me that if I didn't drink, I couldn't come see him. Of course. Kazi apparently went to pay, went on to pay Hill's college tuition, but at 19, she decided to end the relationship. No one wants to be associated with something like this, but the bottom line for me is that no one has the right to violate someone else, no matter who they are. I don't care how big they are or how the community sees them. It's not right. Christina Ruley was among the Jane Doe's named in Andrea Constant's lawsuit against Kazi for the last, from the last decade. Her accusation of abuse dates back to 1965 when she worked at art as artist at Artist Agency Corp, a talent agency in Los Angeles. After meeting Cosby in the agency office, he apparently invited the staff to a party at his home after he taped an episode of Hollywood Palace. From her interview with the Philadelphia Magazine, they have this quote. What happened, what happened when you got to the house? When I arrived at his house, it was probably around 10 p.m. I was surprised that no one else was there. He was very well liked at the agency, so I expected others to be there, but no one else had arrived. But you went in. Yes, I remember the front of the door house was brick. And it had a slight Tudor design. Uh, I was, it was in Brentwood or Bel Air. They all start with a B. 
she said that his wife was out of t- he said that his wife was out of town but he brought me in and into one bedroom where there there was an infant child in the crib he actually showed me a very young baby the child was fast asleep he seemed so proud of it he wanted to show me his little baby i don't know where the nanny or the maid was but someone had to be there because he had come from hollywood palace we went into the kitchen he proceeded to pour some bourbon i drank a bourbon and seven at the time i could really hold my liquor i'm irish and i had a couple of those just two and then i just don't remember much so i ended up by the pool and well i was in quite a foggy state i have vague memories of someone walking next to me at the pool and the next day i realized that the bottoms of my nylons were completely tore up not just a run but tore up so i must have been walking around the pool for quite a while and like many of the women uh who have come forward with stories of Kazi assault and really believes too she was given a spike drink he must have drugged me. There's just one point. There's just one point at which I have I was having a drink and feeling normal, and the next I was somehow passed out completely. He must have slipped something into my drink. It's the only way to go lights out like that. When did you wake up? It was all foggy. I woke up in bed. I found myself on the bed, and he had his shirt off. He had unzipped his pants. I was just coming to. He was attempting to force me into oral sex. He had his hand on my head. He had his cock out, and he had me my head pushed close to it. I just remember looking at his stomach hair and the hair on his chest. I had never seen a black man naked before. And it never went past that. I immediately came to and was immediately very sick. I pushed myself away and ran to the bathroom and threw up. I was feeling really ill. I never got sick like that from alcohol, at least not from that small amount. I, once I threw up, it was 5 in the morning by now, I think. I left the bathroom and he wasn't there. I don't know where he went, and I left right away. I was able to drive myself home. I didn't live that far away. You know what's crazy is, who knows which time that was. Correct. He could have already done anything to her. Correct. Until I read about Andrea, Andrea, uh, I never uh, really had a reason to tell anyone about it. But when I read about her, she's getting called a liar, and I don't like that, Ruby told the magazine. So I'm going to say that these people are not the only ones, and now that more women are coming forward and people are calling them liars, I decided to come forward again. Good. And she's one of the original people. What 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 career is she trying? What reality show does she need to get on? Right. Fucking assholes, man. Um, and I'll the last one I'll read is um. There's an article from Fox News that is speculating: Is he a somnophiliac? Who the hell is that? Well, remember I said I think it's some type of fetish that he likes sleeping with women. Oh, okay. That passed out. Apparently, I have a word for it. Oh, somnophiliac. And, and that's the word. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. I'm Diana Falzone for Fox 411. At least 16 women have accused Bill Cosby of sexual assault, and in many cases, the stories are very similar. The women claim the comedian gave them pills that knocked them unconscious. One woman, Dr. Charlotte Laws, claims her longtime friend had a long-running affair with Cosby in the early 80s and was still drugged by him, even though they were already in a consensual sexual relationship. Laws thinks Cosby could be a somnophiliac. The word somnophiliac means someone who is aroused by sex with a person who is asleep or unconscious. Fox Forum One spoke to two therapists about the disorder. According to Dr. Judy Karansky, a clinical psychologist and sex therapist who is not treated Cosby, if the women's accounts of their interactions with Cosby are true, he is likely a somnophiliac who also suffers from a serious need to dominate and control other people.
Dr. Mark Griffiths of Nottingham Trent University, however, countered that from the extensive research he's done on somnophilia. He believes the disorder is very rare and is probably not a factor in the alleged Cosby rapes. Cosby's lawyer Martin Singer did not return Fox Forum One's request for comment. To stay updated on the continuing Bill Cosby saga, go to foxnews.com. So they think it's not, but I don't know, dog. Yeah, so, that, that sounds like that's his thing. All right, let's talk about some news. Uh, Ray J, according to TMZ, threatened to break up with Princess. Mm-hmm. I thought they already were broken up. Me too. Um, and apparently she threatened to kill herself after the breakup. Ray J frantically called 911 Wednesday and told the dispatcher his girlfriend said she was going to kill herself. According to our sources, Ray J broke things off with Princess Tuesday night. We're told she was incessantly texting him after he left for work today. Um, and what she did, work, what does he do for a living? For work? Anyway, and when she didn't hear what she wanted from him, the she thought. love hip hop? I guess so. She threatened suicide. We're told Ray J knew there was a gun in the house and she took, he took the threat seriously. Ray J noted to the dispatcher that good friend Earl Hayes just committed a murder suicide, but that put him, and that put him on high alert. Yeah. Um, hopefully he didn't have the money team on with her because they probably, Floyd Mayweather is not a good influence. No, he's not. Uh, cops went to their home for a welfare check, but she wasn't home. They haven't spoken with her, but Ray J now says she, he just spoke with her. She insists she won't go through with the threat um that, it's just crazy because we all go this is fake it's reality tv and i think people are it's scripted and it's all this Everything's but the camera's not on right now right, no the, one's recording this right. shit there are some most of it is scripted but put like this people fail to realize that on camera shit is scripted that off camera shit y'all see a lot of that stuff is real like when i'm people, not i'm gonna be honest i'm not sure how much the on camera shit can really be scripted because when you slap a motherfucker in the face, y'all ain't had no wrestling training. No, y'all didn't. Now. Like you just threw a drink in my motherfucking face, and we, I'm just like, action! Throw the drink in his face. These aren't like trained actors. The, yeah, these motherfuckers are like if you put monkeys in a room with fucking you know alcohol, like something bad's gonna happen. Of course, you know. I, I mean, I'm not saying none of it, none of the scenarios are scripted. Like you meet her at this bar, but that, yeah, that part. Yes. I know these bars not letting these people come in and like fucking throw their wine bottles at someone's head and shit. You know? Right? Like they, they would never do that. They ain't trying to be sued. Yeah. Um, people was charity checking my man Jay Z today because um. The he was at the Brooklyn Nets versus the the Cleveland Cavaliers game in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. uh, where the royal uh, the Royals showed up. I guess the Duke and Duchess of England showed up, um, and LeBron James and Kyrie Irving, and then some of the Nets players all wore "I Can't Breathe" shirts. Mm-hmm. And Jay Z didn't wear one. He took pictures with them, but then people were like, "Well, why didn't he wear a shirt?" You know, and some people were speculating that. Well, the shirts were too big for him, so he didn't want to wear these big NBA player size shirts and shit. And Jay Z is fashion conscious, but I don't think that was, you know, it, I read that this morning. I went, eh, maybe I don't know. I don't, you believe, know, I don't believe that. But um, apparently, this created like a black Twitter. You know how sometimes it devours itself, it just starts. Everyone starts speaking on shit. Mm-hmm. It just created like this jay-z ain't shit you know he don't help nobody he's uh he doesn't care about black people he blah 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 
all this shit about jay-z and it turns out for the most part it wasn't true it was just people speculating right because they either like or don't like that dude for whatever reason correct and i've always been against charity checking me too especially for black people like i've always thought that that was a low-key way to really just get in someone's pockets and meet people out of some jealous hater shit and try to judge what they should do with their money we need to be worried about what the fuck you doing with your shit stop mm-hmm. worrying about other people's shit all the time say that again and my thing is like you don't know what he probably does with his money and don't tell don't say nothing and your motherfucking ass won't give a a a, a dollar to to the red cross so shut the fuck up and it's a catch-22 because if you say you gave money they get on you for talking about, oh, you talking about you giving money, motherfucker? Right. And if you don't say you gave money, they go, oh, you don't do nothing for your community. Correct. You can't win. Mm-mm. If you if you put your face out there and you're at these events, then it's, oh, this motherfucker just got to always be out front talking about he blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, there were people that, you know, in the media that were aware of some of the inner workings of the story. Turns out Jay-Z and security guard helped deliver the I Can't Breathe shirts to the players. So he was integral in getting the shirts to the players for y'all to talk about. Correct. Without having to try to be like front and center and take all the credit for everything. Right. This all came out behind the scenes after people were basically shitting on the dude like he was a piece of shit. Right. And and from his perspective, he's like, I don't have to wear the shirt because the bigger uh, them wearing the shirt speaks a lot more volume than me wearing the shirt. Right. Members of the Justice League NYC, a task force that has helped stage protests in the wake of a grand jury's decision not to indict an officer involved in the death of Eric Garner, moved to supply replicas of the shirt to James and other players before the game in Brooklyn after hearing comments from James on Sunday. Now, what's crazy is everything, most of the shit I've heard about the shirts are either people that are racist and hate that these guys wore these shirts, mm-hmm. or... People that hate the Comic Sans font? Petty. Just goddamn petty. Why would you go Comic Sans? You could get graphically designed to be a better font. That's a terrible font when you're trying to... Ah, goddamn. What's wrong with y'all? Ugh. It's like being like, you know, uh, when, uh, when they held up their black power fist at the uh, Olympics in Germany... When those two black dudes won, mm-hmm. um, why were they not wearing isotoners? I mean, <laughs> those are just regular weightlifting black gloves. I mean, right. they couldn't find no isotoner gloves. Mm-mm. I mean, something designer. Like, shut up. What's wrong? Why is the world so stupid? Correct. Uh, and so you can quote that, Leonard Brothers. Put that on the timeline. Why? Why? <laughs> why is the world so, so stupid? stupid? Rod, TBGWT. They don't know what you're talking about. Uh, an associate of Russell Simmons, the co-founder of Def Jam Records, contacted a writer who worked with Jay-Z, who spoke with James, and had gave Nets point guard Deron Williams the phone number of Simmons' associate. Around 5.30 p.m. on Monday, Williams communicated to the associate via text that he and his teammates wanted the shirts. Uh, so three members which had uh, of the Justice League, which had 82 shirts printed at a shop in Long Island City, delivered a box of shirts to a security guard. The final hurdle was navigating the T-shirts past arena security. The NBA stance was clear. The league did not want its players wearing the T-shirts during warm-ups. So Williams recruited a security guard to take a large box from Amenzada, Perez, and Brown on the Dean Street entrance of the arena. It felt risky, Amenzada said, because the street was already floored with police officers and other security personnel, so he tried to be discreet. We didn't want the whole operation to get shut down before it happened, said Amenzada, who piled 
38 of the t-shirts in the box more than enough for the players and both team support staff and kept the remainder for protesters who were beginning to gather outside he made the handout to security guard at 6 30 the next players wore the shirt delivered by the justice league according to the report while guard jared jack bought three brought three other shirts provided by his agent to the Cavs locker room which james cavalier the cavaliers point guard Kyrie Irving wore the Lakers players donned similar shirts uh, prior to Tuesday night's game against Sacramento Kings. The NBA reportedly will not find the players for wearing the shirts, but Commissioner Adam Silver said, my preference would be for players to abide by our own court attire rules. So, you know, this sellout nigga Jay-Z, apparently, you know, um, was integral in getting everybody these shirts, but, you know, he ain't shit because he wasn't wearing one himself. They had a picture of Nas with some of the protesters, and he was just holding the shirt up. Mm-hmm. and people was like why he didn't put the shirt on if he real like what is wrong with y'all he's there correct he took the picture correct what y'all think he's for the police killing black men like come mm-hmm. on for some people that don't matter what you do it's just never goddamn enough it's really it, it really is never enough right really like 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 pockets. like literally no matter what you say what you do is never enough. And when they turn around and look at your ragged ass life, you ain't doing a motherfucking thing, but you constantly got some shit to say about other people. Right. It's always just some, it's whatever you did, it just, it wasn't enough. It didn't work. Um, so Sean King, uh, wrote this piece for the Daily Coast called, just because you don't know about it doesn't mean Jay Z isn't ultra conscious and charitable. Right. Now, what's sad is him writing this is going to get backlash from a lot of people anyway because it's going to mm-hmm. be like well see if you got to talk about it then blah 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 blue blue but if you don't bring it up you get people um like harry belafonte who was going in on him and beyonce like they don't do anything for people correct you know and people was because people don't like jay-z and beyonce and because people are envious of their money and influence and power mm-hmm. they joined the bandwagon without even ask, stopping to ask themselves maybe they are and they just don't talk about it because they're trying to be uh humble about the shit and trying to like not get out in front of all this shit like look at me you know um the greatest form of giving is anonymous to anonymous jay-z lyric from nickel and dimes uh, i'm generally skeptical of people who feel the urge to publicly call out what they perceive to be the lack of generosity of particular celebrities in essence sitting at their computers people imagine it's something like this if i had that amount of money that jay-z had in his bank account and even half his influence i'd be doing a b and c right the thing is it's just not that simple you can't superimpose someone else's net worth on top of where you are today and then think of how much better you'd be if you had their cash and clout because if you had their clash and clout you'd also have their challenges and concerns right i have one-tenth of one percent of the cultural influence of jay-z and even less of his money but those around me have already come to understand that when i do something as simple as retweet something they are doing haters and racists and trolls come running out of their holes and droves to critique it yeah like one thing that people i think aren't recognizing is even the nba players who are wearing these shirts when they actually talk about the topic they have to talk about it like it's bigger than race correct and to some extent it is bigger than race yes it is but it also is not bigger than race it is definitely racism but you have to talk about it in a certain way because white people are mad just that you wearing the shirt which is statement enough but when you come out you have to be like well it's about our rights as americans it's not just black people out there protesting it's everybody because if you don't say it that way it becomes what are you trying to say about white people you know, which is exactly the kind of pressure you're under if you're a celebrity. Now you can go on your Twitter account 
as a non-celebrity and say these crackers can suck my dick no one's gonna say anything to you because you're nobody right and people fail to realize a lot of people think that you can risk the way you respond right now with your few thousand followers is the same way that celebrities can respond and that's not realistic most people don't even have a few thousand followers so they'll never know shit most people some people don't even have a hundred followers some of y'all can't go on facebook because your white friends won't act right correct and you've been unblocking (laughs) them and following uh, unfollowing them since trayvon martin right come on having experienced this reality on a much harsher level for years jay-z already known for being fiercely private and shy dude uh, opted for being an anonymous robin hood many moons ago below the fold are some of the things i'm absolutely sure of about jay-z's charitable endeavors that you probably didn't know jay-z is meeting today with new york governor mario Cuomo to urge him to appoint a special prosecutor in the choking death of eric garner jay-z has paid and is still paying for the tuition of the children of the nypd shooting victim sean bell quietly jay-z is giving financially to people working on the ground in ferguson quietly jay-z has supported justice for those discriminated against in the trans community jay-z is paid to send hundreds of high school students who by the way are very often on the margins of society and actually have to have a gpa of 2.7 or below through college uh i was literally steps away from jay-z and beyonce at a rally for trayvon martin in new york city when they stepped on the scene the entire time they were there they were all anyone cared about the man on the mic at the time could have screamed, I have a bowler and started spitting in every direction ah! and people would have ignored him. Instances, right. Instances like this and dozens and dozens of others like it seem to have caused Jay-Z to feel that it is in everyone's best interest if he goes behind the scenes incognito right. on his giving and his advocacy. By the way, he didn't even mention, remember when Barney's had that deal with Jay-Z? Mm-hmm. That, and he gave that money to charity. Like, mm-hmm. Like people were like, you should pull out of the deal and teach them a lesson. He was like, or I can, I'm already in the door. I can use my influence to make sure that this racial profiling shit never happens again and give this money to these kids. And people was like, fuck him. I was like, so fuck them kids too. That's what you're saying. So them kids shouldn't. Okay, cool. They shouldn't go to college. All right, cool. No problem. Fuck that. Fuck that features. You're right. Cause you mad and you on Twitter and you can get some retweets. Right. It's easy for people without influence to think this is a blown opportunity and how if they would, they were him, they do yada, yada, yada. But Jay-Z's attempt at advocacy at the Brooklyn Nets versus the Cleveland Cavaliers only further proves that when you are as influential as Jay-Z, somebody's either going to find wrong in everything he does or find a way to make a story about justice, no longer about justice, but about Jay-Z. Correct. Long story short is this. NBA players have been showing their support for the family of Eric Garner by wearing T-shirts during warm-ups, which state Garner's last words, I can't breathe. Nationally televised and attended by both British royalty and American royalty, Jay-Z and Beyonce, activists decided to get jerseys to to the players to wear. Uh, A former investor in the Brooklyn Nets, activists made the shirts and through several channels got them to Jay-Z, who helped get the T-shirts to the players. Proud, Jay-Z took his photo with some of the players. And everybody was like, why he ain't wearing the shirt? Jay-Z took the image with the players precisely to show a support of them and the message that they're conveying. He was personally and directly connected to the activists who made it happen. Which is another thing. It's not like he ain't in the picture, too. Right. Because when you see that picture, you still go, Jay-Z agrees with these guys. Correct. You don't go, Jay-Z thinks he's, you know, too, he's too good to, mm-hmm. to be seen with it. If that was, if that was the case, he'd wait till these motherfuckers took these shirts off. Correct. That, that, and also, like he said, because of just them and their personality, that I like, if we want shit to get done, 
we need to finance it but not be the face of it because so many people focus so much on us. They're not focusing on the goals that we are trying to accomplish because they're too busy looking at us. The action that the activists planned was not about Jay-Z, but about NBA players wearing T-shirts before the game. And it was a huge success. By the way, I swear to God, I swear to God, I wish I had an alternate reality machine. If he would have wore the shirt, the same motherfuckers on the timeline talking about he don't, he ain't wear the shirt, he ain't shit, would have been talking about why he got to be wearing the shirt. He ain't no NBA player. Mm-hmm. What this got to do with him? He always got to be... Trying to be a culture vulture. He swagger jacket. He go mm-hmm. trying to bite off of their style. It's for NBA players. There's no win. Right. It's no way to win because people already had their minds made up because they're already envious and jealous. Uh, the media coverage of all of them wearing the t-shirts on the night in which the story of the game and the British royalty attendance alone could have dominated headlines exceeded expectations. Yet now media pundits and cultural critics alike are using the fact that Jay-Z didn't wear a t-shirt in the photo as commentary on how he could have gone harder for the cause and opted not to. Fundamentally, this is just misinformation. Jay-Z helped make the designed action happen and successfully highlighted it without making himself the center of attention and ultimately detracting from the players who were making a bold step themselves. While it would have been cool to see Jay-Z wear a statement shirt, that's what artists do. The NBA players were violating league rules by doing so, and Jay-Z, as he does well, uh, knew where and how to stay in his lane on that evening. Ultimately, the critique of Jay-Z in this instance and in most instances where people complain about what he doesn't, that he doesn't do enough comes down to three main thoughts. One, how people mistakenly think they'd know they'd act if they were rich and famous. Correct. Two, the incorrect assumption that because you don't see Jay-Z parading around giving life-size checks and photo ops, he must not be giving real money that deposits into real accounts. Right. Three, the reality that Jay-Z doesn't tweet or live his life on social media, but is a private artist and even more private citizen who lobbies and gives and connects and networks and influences people and causes completely offline, fuels people who think if it ain't on Twitter or Instagram, it ain't real. Right. Ultimately, and this much I know, Jay-Z doesn't care about what you think. Uh, he's not this or that. He did, de- he damn sure doesn't care that you think he's not charitable because he isn't charitable to make you think he is. But because the dude wants to make a difference, more of us should be this way. Correct. Yeah. I, I just thought it was interesting because I remember when Harry Belafonte called him out, so many niggas jumped the bandwagon. So, oh, see, this the problem with Jay-Z. And it's like, but you don't know any of this for a fact. And the little mm-hmm. shit that you do know, is actually con- it contradicts what he's saying, right? You know, he's like oh, Harry Belafonte, of course. Like, you know, obviously as an activist, I like we know this because he's out there in these streets. But he was making it sound like these niggas don't do nothing, and it was wrong, right? And you- nobody's gonna go back and go, I was wrong about that shit. Everybody's just, I don't like that nigga. So right, Jay Z is not like Oprah Winfrey. I think somebody was was uh coming at Oprah Winfrey. She said, look, motherfucker, I bought a fucking orf- uh, fucking school and I have taught thousands of children through my schools. What have you done lately? Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where you go, yeah, shut the fuck up. You, yeah. you just talking just to talk. Everybody got something to say about your money. Right, but when it comes to their money, don't say shit about theirs. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just crazy. Uh, porn censorship ruling, which you talked about yesterday in mm-hmm. the UK, they're banning all kinds of porn. Right, acts. targeted towards women. Porn censorship ruling to be protested with a mass face sitting outside of parliament. <laughs> yes. It's going to be a regular old face sit in. Yes. I don't blame them because it's one of those things. It's like, God damn, our porn is going to be so fucking boring because it's the thing. It's like if two consensual adults do this, what's the problem? 
I like being spanked. I like being chained. You can't take this away from me. That'll, that'll come out there with their chains and their furs and everything. Go fuck you. Yeah, you can't even talk to someone physically or verbally abuse them. Right. And who gets to decide what that is? That's the thing. You, it's like, if I am an, if I am an adult, I can make an adult decision. You're not banning porn, but you're stripping every goddamn thing away from it that you might as well quote close to fucking ban it. Around 500 people are to simulate sex at Old Palace Yard in Westminster on Friday as MPs debate the recent changes to UK pornography regulations and the effective banning of certain sex acts that the government deems morally damaging. Now, does that mean personally in my personal life that's not on pornography? If I do these sex acts, the government sees me as morally damaging myself and my my relationship. The audiovisual media service regulations 2014 banned physical restraint, strong physical and verbal abuse, and potential life-threatening acts from being depicted in online porn of December 1st in a barrage of ambiguous new rules. Hashtag porn protests will attempt to break the Guinness World Record for face-sitting, an act that could face censorship and hold on a sex factor game show, both using fully clothed participants. Oh, and, and, and do you think uh, they'll have to be like the Japan, like pixelate the butt sitting on the face, you know, since they don't want to show? Well, this is going to be real life. This is not even going to be on video. It's going to be right in front of these assholes so they can see it. Right. And everyone's going to be fully clothed, so they won't have anything to pixelate. It coincides with the debate of a motion put forward by liberal Democrat MP Julian Huppert, to and no, the AMSR changes. The protest is the brainchild of sex worker of the year, Charlotte Rose, who said these laws are not only sexist, but they take away people's choices without consent. Right. Personal liberty is what we are fighting for on Friday, which no one has the right to take away from anyone else. Miss Rose joked on the Facebook fa- page that the protest that there would be facial color charts for health and safety to ensure no one is being suffocated by face sitting, monitoring by adjudicators. Pornography is the canary in the coal mine of free speech. It is the first freedom to die. Renowned obscenity lawyer Miles Jackman told London 24, if this, if this assault on liberty is allowed to go unchallenged, other freedoms will fall as a consequence. Correct. If it isn't a no, the ASMR would mean other sex acts such as bondage, whipping, penetration by certain objects, humiliation and choking are banned in UK produced pornography. Face sit in for everyone, I say. I say I'm with you. Sit on my face in protest. Right, maybe old chap, take out some tea. Mm-hmm. Here, and, here. And scrumpets. And crumpets, not oh. strumpets. <laughs> Those women will be strumpets, but Oh yes, tea, they will be strumpets, my bad. It's tea and crumpets. Um <laughs> All right. Um Oh, Aaron Sorkin, who we talked about yesterday, um, said that the campus rape episode of the newsroom is actually the only really good episode of the newsroom. Oh. Aaron Sorkin, the big man with the little glasses, continued his quest to retroactively ruin your enjoyment of the West Wing, uh, by saying that, uh, the hated campus rape subplot was the first really good episode of the show what this episode was different in every regard first it was different great it it was the first episode of the newsroom i thought was really good it was the first time i didn't find myself banging my head against a wall feeling like i just cannot get the hang of this until last night it lasted six hours he joked 
so basically he just decided to double down that's all you know everyone's going hey this episode was terrible we don't understand what the fuck you're doing and he goes uh nope nope it was the greatest ever (laughs) you guys have it totally wrong totally yeah only one that i actually think like the rest of them suck uh um kimchi and uh chris brown are back together that's the rumor Kurokoko, they're back together. Kakarot and Chris Brown. Okay, so now that you've all purchased and experienced the great taste of Crest Sensor Relief Whitening (laughs) Plus. The fuck is that? (laughs) That was a regular ad for for toothpaste, so you're welcome, Crest. Right. Um, Cut that off. But, um, uh, where was I at? Um, Krispy Kreme is being the bigger person and accepting Chris Brown's. Apology after he uh shockingly called her a bitch and accused her of cheating on him with Drake. Uh let's see, um uh Kaleidoscope Tran forgives Chris Brown why she accepted his apology. Why did she? I mean I mean oh, this is why okay, this is mm. a story. Okay, my bad. Kmart twenty six may have felt hurt and angry about Chris's shocking disses, but she knows his heart and knows that he didn't mean any of the horrible things he said about her, including fuck that bitch. <laughs> While performing on stage at LA Power's 106 concert on December 5th. Wow, he said he said shit on stage, fuck that bitch. Mm-hmm. I love you, baby, but you go on stage and say fuck that bitch? Mm-hmm, because all my black ass. Carabas uh bar and grill loves chris 25 for the man he wants to be and for the man he almost is she doesn't forgive him she said i forgive chris brown that's just who he is a source said oh she does forgive him a source said uh k as they call her didn't know that uh knows the this whole ordeal is a sure sign that chris still isn't well mentally and that he still has work to do she absolutely accepts his apology but she also knows full well that another episode like this is bound to happen hmm, that sounds like a dysfunctional relationship mm-hmm. kamehameha was hurt yes his words and the way he tried to make her look uh less than loyal were cruel our sources add but at this point she's not taking it personally and won't in the future because she knows this is part of his personality and she knows he's still in therapy and getting help for his exact this exact reason she's in this for the long haul and wants to see him mentally healthy Hmm. you can can prepare yourself and get mentally healthy without me yeah chris brown publicly apologized i guess he went on his instagram you know unlike jay-z talking Mm. about charity Okay, so he publicly apologized to this, but he hasn't publicly apologized about smashing Rihanna's face in, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, nope. all right. But he mm-hmm. wanted to apologize to High Karate. Being young and dumb is one of my strong suits and emotional at best. I love hard and react impulsively when I'm hurt at times. I don't think social media is a place to air out or hash out personal problems and a nigga feel hella whack for doing it. But that's literally your go. That's what you do. Right. That is the Chris Brown. Like, literally, it should be a a vert. Like, you are Chris Browning right now. Yes, you are. Whenever you melt down on social media, personal shit. Mm Mm-hmm. 
You'll close your account and three seconds later reopen it. Mm-hmm. So I am apologizing. I live in a glass house and the same shit that makes me great also is my curse. Everybody know I love that girl. I don't care how my image, my, how my image might look to the public because I'm still going to be the best at what I do. I just want baby girl to know I apologize. Meanwhile on, on Instagram. Instagram. Yippee yay Kyle. Yippee Kyle <laughs> Um, so they back together, man. Good for Chris Brown. And um Karash- Karachi Moo. Mm-hmm. Um okay, uh remember when I speculated that maybe Floyd Mayweather was the problem and He's not really a good relationship expert because he beats women. Correct. Floyd Mayweather whipped his friend Earl Hayes into a frenzy over his wife's infidelity to the point Hayes gunned her down. And now the LAPD wants to sit the boxer down for questioning. Multiple sources tell TMZ. Wow. Told you, man. He ain't shit. You knew he wasn't on there talking. You guys just need to sit down and work this out. He man. probably wasn't, yeah, wasn't trying to. He probably was like, get the gun, nigga. Kill that bitch. No one going to disrespect you. Trey songs, Mr. Steal Your Girl? You'll never live this down, man. It's only one way out. Floyd was on FaceTime with his rapper friend Monday morning when the shots were fired. Now we're told Floyd was telling Hayes he should leave his wife, Stephanie Mosley, a well-known backup dancer and star VH1's hit the floor because she was bad for his career. As we reported, Hayes was distraught over what he believed was repeated infidelity, including the fling that she had with Trey songs. One Mayweather source said Floyd challenged Hayes, saying he was weak for not leaving her. Oh, God. He was the wrong person to be on. When people like in this, when people in a mental, a mental state like that, he's, you, this was not a good, yeah, he should have called somebody else. At that point, as Floyd was on FaceTime, Hayes went off and said he was going to gun down Stephanie. We're told the boxer realized Hayes was going to shoot Stephanie. He begged, he begged Hayes not to go through with it after hyping his ass up. Right. Our law enforcement source says Hayes went into the bathroom and fired 10 to 12 shots and Stephanie was taking a bath. We're, oh. we're told she was hit multiple times. Neighbors say who heard the shot tell LAPD and the cops rushed to the scene, but they got to the door. They heard another shot and retreated. That shot was Hayes taking his own life. The SWAT team showed up and broke down the door. Cops found Stephanie's body in the bathtub and Hayes was in the bedroom. We're now told the LAPD wants to interview Floyd, presumably because he was a witness to the murder-suicide. Oh, of course, because it was one of those things where he was talking about, he was like, nigga, I didn't think you were going to go through with it. Right. Uh, hold on, dog. What you just do? Right. What? 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 We uh, was just uh, talking shit. Um, is them gunshots? A script? What? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, this, he's a horrible person anyway, man. I hate to see that. You know, if he was not intending that shit, which I hope he wasn't, Uh, you know, I hope he really was just like, man, come on, don't do this. Right. But this is like, why you got to talk to professionals. Like every dude ain't the dude to be talking to about shit like this because it actually takes a level of sensitivity and and understanding to talk to somebody like that's going through some shit like that. You can't just be like how harsh, like tough love all the time. Yeah. Tough love don't solve everything. Actually, tough love doesn't put like this for some people when you use that tactic it is it, it, it's not beneficial to them right not everybody can take that shit no they can't uh speaking of not everybody being able to take it uh fox news is doling out some tough love uh, oh, the other day. 
ah hold on it's not gonna play it play it'll play for the people on the podcast but it won't play for the people um is there another version of it i don't know because it appears to only be going through one channel and it's the right channel so i'll just read the article okay radio host and fox news contributor tammy bruce argued on monday that rolling stone magazine had bungled the university of virginia rape report because liberals were more concerned about trying to romanticize being a victim on monday's edition of edition of happening now liberal radio host alan combs noted that a sweet mate of the woman at the center of Rolling Stone's controversial story had said over the weekend that the rape was not a hoax, even if the magazine got some of the facts wrong in its reporting. Combs added that statistics show that one out of five women had experienced attempted or completed sexual assault before graduating from college. Mm-hmm. We can't ignore that, he said, and we shouldn't try to make the women victims here because of one person and what they did or did not do. We shouldn't try to make the women the victims here. Okay. But Fox News host John Scott dismissed the argument, saying, even that statistic is coming under question. Why even make this a left-right issue, Combs wondered. And by the way, the publication that broke it and said Rolling Stone is wrong, the Washington Post is not exactly a conservative publication. Bruce, however, insisted that it was a partisan issue. It is really about the left-wing media, what mainstream media does, she declared. You saw what was supposed to be an investigative story turned into a human interest story and effectively called in, then in the question the nature of what this woman was claiming. That's the problem. This is why investigative reporting is almost dead in this country and the damage that's done almost romanticizing of victimhood. Wow. Uh, you know, authentic feminists, we know violence against women happens. We wanted to stop. But there has not been a movement over the last decade or so like the war on women mean to romanticize being a victim. And I think that's equally as dangerous dangerous when you're on campus like that a woman perhaps or a victim is going to adjust themselves to what it is you want to hear Mm. fuck you a hundred yeah right romanticizing the victims like is that what's happening in the um kaji case Mm -hmm. um you know what i mean yeah because it's such a great thing it's i mean they flowers are showered over you the way the rolling stone wrote their original original retraction didn't romanticize that lady at all they actually blamed her put the whole blame on her and no one else because they didn't want to take journalistic responsibility right so i don't know that you can just throw that around and then just have everybody believe it um because i don't know that that's necessarily true uh sons of anarchy finally wrapped up last night yeah. i made it how did how do you feel about it you feel the same way as that you do true blood or not oh no, no 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 no. um the last season was much better than the previous two or three okay because those are so bad okay but I, mean, I also tuned out so much shit because i knew it was coming to an end and i was just waiting to see who was gonna die so there's a lot of shit i didn't care about that they did so it was like he gotta make a deal with the irish to support the black gang to do that and i don't care about that shit anymore it's like when you play a video game and everything's a side quest, that's pretty much what was happening. Yeah. Everything was a side quest yeah. to get to the goal. Yeah. So Jax could be like, listen, brother, we need to do this bullshit. And it was like, whatever. But, you know, I had my man in it, Abel, Abel Teller, uh, best child actor of our generation. Uh, kids got a bright future ahead of him if he wants to continue acting. I mean, he could be successful at anything he wants to do, in my opinion. I've never seen a child play a kid like that is it, it was perfect even my it's just per- perfection stole the show in my opinion um the rest of it was kind of some bullshit but i drive i'll say all this to bring up 
now that it's off the air it's been on the air for seven years you know motorcycle injuries among older male riders has doubled in the past decade mm-hmm. i blame the show right yep they be watching them fucking terrible chase scenes yeah, they, they've done. with them fucking weird mashup of songs that make it sound worse than it so like they could have played blue suede shoes when instead they played the reggaeton remix of blue suede shoes and it's always corny and terrible right and uh the lady uh which we call it played the mom um uh i don't i don't remember her name mm-hmm. uh but uh they she's actually been on like magazines uh that like specialize for people that uh bike and all that shit so a lot of people have actually gone to the end they know they old and should retire like and shit like that and mm-hmm. fuck around and it's like you glamorize that shit but riding the bike ain't no joke if you don't know what the hell you're doing yeah fuck yourself up yep so it's just kind of interesting that you got you know all these people that got in the wrecks after this show came out you know i think it's kind of obvious what happened here you can't do this shit that they do on the fucking bikes and these shows no they are professional stunt i mean stunt people all right so man, I, they they go on to talk but about you ain't got to worry about my black ass i don't want no bike yeah. I never rode one don't want to ride one trade all them shits in for priuses man. no nah, I, I i like to have two sides in the ceiling over my ass old I'm men good. on old men on motorcycles i can't think of a fucking stupider nah. way to die Nah, nah. the wind ain't gotta go through my head for me to feel free you old as shit out here about to die fucking with these motorcycles because you watch jacks tell a lot of some black people for the 17th time what the mm, fuck is wrong with y'all no, i've been in a wreck and, and uh, uh it ain't no fun and odds are you do a motorcycle guess what don't guess what that metal will bend guess what mm. your ass won't study left-handed people make 10 percent less than right people oh mm-hmm. once again right supremacy strikes again it sure does <laughs> you know people laughed it off people think it's not really affecting families not really affecting lives maybe you don't care about my words maybe but you got a left-handed brother or sister you know somebody that is affected by this and it's not a joke you mm-hmm. know just because i'm left-handed i shouldn't make less than the right man for <laughs> doing the same job equal same work equal job. pay you know um Life is hard for the left hand. It's not just about the difficulty of finding good scissors or learning a guitar or sitting in an elementary school desk. As it turns out, they also are paid less than righties, according to the comprehensive new study for Joshua Goodman of Harvard's Kennedy School of Government. He found in the data that 11 to 13 percent of the population was left handed. And when broken down by gender, that is comparing women to women and men to men. Lefties have the annual earnings of 10 to 12 percent lower than those of righties. Mm. Uh, so that that is equal to around a year of schooling. The gap varied by survey and by gender. However, most of this gap can be attributed to the observed differences in cognitive skills and emotional or behavioral problems. He writes, adding that since lefties tend to do more manual work than right-handers, the gap appears to be due to differences in cognitive abilities, not physical. Now, see, that right there is some left hand. That's some hand-sism. Mm-hmm. Because he's trying to say we're not smart enough. It couldn't be that the system is systematically set up for right supremacy. Okay, so you got the right-dominated 
society deciding what's valued and what's not and of course they don't divide they don't value our off the wall thinking abilities our creativeness they don't they don't value that shit no they think something wrong with you yeah not in the right man's world they want to slap you with some type of label you don't have uh, you have a cognitive disability because you left-handed Indeed, lefties in the UK and the, and the US are three to four percentage points more likely than righties to be in the bottom decile of scores on math and reading tests. In some of the surveys, they are also shown to have greater likelihood of speech problems and learning disabilities. Those problems may translate into educational problems. In the US, lefties were slightly less likely than right-handers to graduate from college. Hmm. Interestingly, the left-handed children of left-handed mothers didn't exhibit the cognitive shortcomings than the lefty children of right-handed mothers. Why? Because you motherfuckers try to change the children. Right. And like, you don't respect them and you don't love them. A left-handed mother has gone through the struggle. Right. She knows that that kid just needs to be treated with the love and affection that you would give any child. But the right-handed moms, they look down on you. Think you got a sinister hand. Think you evil and shit. Try to change what hand you write with. Even more intriguing, right-handed children or left-handed mothers did show some cognitive deficits. Mm-hmm. Cause they don't, they don't want to listen to their moms. Cause she right-handed. What, well, she left-handed. What could she possibly know? It's just, it's sad, really. <laughs> the study is significant in being the first to ever show that lefties consistently under-earn right-handers. However, it doesn't mean that left-handedness caused these gaps. It might be left-handedness is a proxy for other issues, lower birth weight and complications at birth, for example, and associated with left-handedness. Goodman finds so those infant health issues may have long-lasting effects. As for the issues of the mother's handedness, meanwhile, Goodman presented a fascinating theory. Maybe that left-handed children benefit from being raised by left-handed mothers. Yeah, maybe segregation is what we need. (laughs) Keep the lefts with the lefts. Hand segregation. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what to do at this point. Well, obviously never going to be respected by the right man. You know, how many left-handed people got to die in the streets before y'all have a march for us? <laughs> exactly. And this is so ironic. You can't even march because if we are marching, what would we be marching for? Rights? <laughs> Not lefts. That don't even make sense. It's ridiculous. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, oh, report. Navy women were secretly filmed showering in submarines. So they would take a shower in the submarines. The fellow seamen would film them. Mm-hmm. I believe 100% of this. Give Bill Cosby his title back. Just give it back. Why would y'all even take away Chief Petty Officer from the man? You obviously <laughs> I, get a lot well, of inspiration. y'all more pettier than him. Yeah, y'all obviously get a lot of inspiration from each other. Yeah, everybody petty. He petty, y'all petty, all out at sea. Three female officers may have been secretly filmed showering and changing clothes above a Navy submarine in tapes that were later distributed to other tape crew members. They were made on the USS Wyoming, a 135-person submarine with unisex bathrooms and showers. Although both men and women may have been filmed secretly, the only circulated videos were, of course, of the female officers. Correct. The submarine was one of the first to host female officers in 2011 when the Navy first began deploying female supply officers. A submarine officer apparently told Military.com that an incident seemed inevitable, saying it sucks, it was bound to happen. Um, Man, I wonder how they found them. Somebody must have told. Somebody must have told. That's it. Because you just keep distributing somebody 
said, hey, this ain't right, hopefully. Correct, and reported that shit. I'm glad they did. Yep. Just, yep, the Navy's got a problem, man. You know, military um, sexual assault is up as far as being reported 8% right now anyway. But I think it's up because people are coming forward now. Right. And uh, they're trying to, I think it got shot down, but I think they're fighting it again. They're trying to pass a law that says, like, if a woman uh, says she's sexually assaulted, that uh, it doesn't go to the people above her. Because a lot of times they find out that these, some of them are the people that's doing the sexual assault. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or either they'll bring it up and they'll actually won't reprimand the person in the unit that's sexually assaulting her. So they're talking about doing like an external unit that people can go to. So a lot of these cases against men and women that are raped could be taken more fucking seriously. But the Navy is having a fit because, you know, they're into that uh, go up the chain of command bullshit. But that's the problem. That's why a lot of shit is not being reported. Mm-hmm. it's amazing really when you think about it um but yeah i'm glad that people are reporting it you know i mean that's Me definitely step too. one so people can keep fucking saying that rape doesn't happen in the goddamn military mm-hmm. um speak uh speaking of which a starcraft 2 player was kicked out of a tournament after a rape con- comment they had a, you know, they had these, these video game tournaments people go play. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently, um, professional StarCraft II player Mahalo Haida was kicked from a qualifying match following tweets stating he will rape his female opponent during the match. Now, mm. obviously, he's not going to physically rape her. No, he's not. And I don't give a fuck. Kick him out. Right. I don't care how I don't care how many Mario points you spent to to get on. You deserve to be kicked out. Yeah, my 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 friend uh, Tony, uh, who I used to work with, was saying that. Um, well, you know, as a video gamer, you know, this is how people talk and shit. And I was like, here's mm-hmm. the problem with that. I'm a gamer too, and this is much like the GameGate shit. Right. Somebody got to fight back because it's not. It's obvious that. People have accepted misogyny, racism, homophobia. Right. And then they expect, like, what's the big deal? The big fucking deal is that it's misogyny, racism, and homophobia. And I don't want to have to deal with the shit the same way that I don't like being called nigger when I play Call of Duty. And if there was a way that if I saw, like, the Call of Duty tournament, somebody said, I'm going to kill the niggers, and they would kick them out, I'd be like, good, kick them the fuck out. Like, we, there, no one's going to stop if you never make a consequence for this bullshit. I'm glad he got kicked the fuck out. And I'm glad that his ass is, uh, you know, like probably wasted all his fucking year practicing for this shit. And next time he won't say that stupid shit. And I guarantee a bunch of other people that would have been incited to either say it or repeat it or retweet it or whatever went and said, oh, we can't do this anymore at the tournament. Right. And you know what the biggest goddamn problem about that comment Women play motherfucking games. Mm-hmm. What about this? Don't do understand. His opponent, Women play games. His opponent was a woman. Correct. And you do not think this shit was fucking insulting to her? And she's a professional as well. Even if it, you know what? Even if it wasn't insulting to her. It's not about that. Right. It's about the principle of the matter. This is a professional tournament with my fucking name on it. You know, if I'm, you know, Fragmaster Season 3, the people that are support, you know, I don't want this shit in any way associated with what my brand is right uh his opponent was madeline leander who has since gone on to call hydra statement scary i was invited to play in the tournament for frag bite master she wrote in a post on esport my first reaction was but i'm not good enough 
it was however not the first time an underdog was invited to a tournament it would be stupid to say no i thought i saw it as a chance and said yes a few minutes into the first map the game was paused i had no idea why but it was because of the tweet the game went on and i lost oh two when the match was over i saw this a tweet with the text going going to rape some girl soon hashtag frag bike masters so use that hashtag so it's right there. Like anyone that's looking for information about the tournament on Twitter, you don't think you don't has think, to see this, right? You don't think they monitor their own hashtag? Anyone worth their salt in their brand does that. I don't even know what to say. I was very surprised to say the least. This coming from a pro player is scary. The organization did what they could. They asked Cast to apologize and talked about it after. Uh, Hader has since been disqualified for the remainder of the tournament. The pro player offered a public apology online. Write it on Twitter. He was sorry to everyone. Sometimes I really doing stupid tweets hate myself for that sad face sorry so shouldn't have said the shit in the first place good and i hope and on top of that i hope any other tournament that does this when people say that stupid shit get them the fuck out of here and i don't give a fuck about you goddamn game of gate peoples it is bullshit yeah because people go well women play the games too yeah well can we be inviting to them is that okay is that okay to say like can we actually like make it hospitable for them to play like do we have to like say it's all or nothing. You have to either agree and and roll exactly how we roll, or not at all. Right, and it's very and it's very easy to be condescending and say these words when the offended group. A lot of times, well, she well well put it like this. He tweeted it, but he wouldn't say. Some people are fucking crazy enough to say it to your face, but it's just one of those things where it's easy to say this when the group, the people that you're talking about, offended are probably not there. Mm-hmm. A uh, transgender woman's family presented her as a man at an open casket funeral. Friends of a 32-year-old Ohio, uh, Idaho woman who died suddenly of a brain aneurysm last month mm-hmm. said they were shocked to find that her family had cut her hair short, dressed her in a suit for her open f- casket funeral, and presented her as a man. Wow. Jennifer Gable, a trans woman born with the name Jeffrey, G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y, which does score another point in my favor. People that name their kids that are assholes. <laughs> Had been presented as a woman, presenting as a woman for the past few years. The Miami Herald points out that there's no mention of Jennifer in Gable's obituary. It mentions her job at Wells Fargo, her marriage and divorce in the schools and the churches she attended as a child, but identifies her as Jeff throughout. It uses male pronouns and old male presenting photo. And an old male presenting photo. But all the stories shared by friends on the page are about Jennifer. She would not have wanted to relive the horrible life of Jeffrey. Gable's friend, Brandon Colster, uh, Klosterman wrote, uh, told him the Daily News, I'm sorry. She wouldn't want to be buried that way. Gable's parents, who reportedly didn't speak to her anymore, were apparently behind the decision to bury her as a man. There was a lot of bigotry from her family. Her father erased her identity either through ignorance or arrogance. Uh, say human rights campaign board member Megan Stabler, who knew Gable. Uh, but who knows what the parents were going through. The funeral home that handled Gabriel, uh, Gable's burial said her death certificate identified her as a male. The death certificate says Jeffrey, aka Jennifer Gable, an employee of the funeral home told the Herald the last few years she lived as Jennifer. They buried him as Jeff, a tormented situation for all those involved. I don't know, man. I feel like. You got to respect your kid, man. Like, you got to respect the wishes. Right. I don't know why. That, to me, that just reeks of a passive aggressive. We didn't approve of this shit. Correct. And we're going to be sure that everybody knows that we didn't approve of your lifestyle. Right. It doesn't seem that fucking complicated to me. Mm Mm-mm. 
you know they're trying to make it oh it's so complicated is it is it really really that complicated no it's not you just didn't approve of her lifestyle so it was like fuck you and all your friends that came up out of here to give you a good uh, home going service right so amazing amazing um all right let's uh get into our games let's play some uh fucking with black people let's do it um where's my music uh there we go We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking the black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. Where we read news articles from all over the world and we score them from zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five for how much we as black people feel fucked with. Today's contestants, everybody. Let's get into it. Um Pick a number uh, for fucking with black people, Karen. Okay. Anybody say you ain't going to let chat room pick? Oh, okay. All right. Chat room pick a number, and uh, we'll we'll go from there. So chat room, first person to pick, we'll go with that number. Uh, one says steal, steal yourself. Uh, let's see. Church defaced with KKK after two predominantly oh. black churches in Crawfordville have been defaced with KKK letters and those churches are Pilgrim Rest Primitive Baptist Church and Newbridge Hope Missionary Baptist Church some are connecting the incident to last week's suspension of five Wakulla County Sheriff's deputies who posted insensitive comments on Facebook following the Ferguson Missouri grand jury decision not to indict officer Darren Wilson who killed an 18 year old black teenager on November 28th New Bridge was where the NAACP held a town hall meeting after the public learned of the racially charged comments. What's your reaction to this hate crime? Livid. Pure livid. You know, the things we've got going on down here right now in Wakulla County, I've got five of my deputies under suspension while we do an internal affairs investigation. Shit. And for somebody to come do something like this, I'm livid. Now, federal and state law enforcement officials are hunting down whoever spray-painted the letters, and few details were released Sunday other than the incidents occurring sometime overnight. It doesn't show uh, what this community is really about. And today, the good that came out of this uh, is the fact that um, we had a beautiful service with a predominantly white church today um, that came in to show their support and their their love, and I think that's enlightening and beautiful. and a blessing for our community. To the person who did this, I would ask them, is this what you would want to see on your church? Is this what you would want to see on your home? Is this what you want your children to see, your parents to see, your family? I mean, is this really the message you want to spread? Because this is a message of hate. And hate, that's not an emotion of God. I guess they figured they would threaten us or make us leave the church or whatever. But they did us a favor today. A united uh, church came, a white church came over, and we had a church full of people today. And uh, we have come together. They're bringing the community together. And so we've been invited to their church, and they're going to come back to ours. And it was just a wonderful fellowship today. So they did us a favor. Thank you, KKK. Ha! Report. I like her. <laughs> so what would you give it, Karen? Zero to a hundred. 
A hundred, uh, for the KKK signs, zero for the community. Yeah. Because that officer was hot. He was like, look, I got five fucking people suspended. I'm, I, I, I got shit to deal with. <laughs> Y'all fucking writing letters. Uh, pick a number, uh, chat room. Chat room, pick another number. Man, she was good. She was like, mm-mm. Thank you, KKK. We got, we, we got some good macaroni and cheese go with this fried chicken because of y'all number two <laughs> number two says joe spacely uh dennis Rodman is fundamentally evil according to this oh uh dennis Rodman is a troll um he did an interview on fox earlier the, the other the, the other day he said if eric gardner's death never never did happen would these players do anything besides that? I mean, show awareness. Talking about them wearing a shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryman told for the win. It takes something like that to show awareness. You have people getting shot up every day, every week. You're going to pick a specific point. I just don't get involved with that. I feel sorry for the guy and for his family, but I think we should not try to tear down everything we have in this world. Now, this is the dude that hangs out with Kim Jong-un in North Korea. Correct. Okay um so i don't know he he i gotta give him a hundred just because you know i hate these dudes they don't know what the fuck they're talking about they come in uh out of nowhere yeah, like michael john you don't you never really stood under- anything for anything you know what i mean like if shit happened all the time but you never said anything but yet you're criticizing other people for standing up for right something. and you, and you're criticizing them because you don't know what the fuck's going on right um so what do you give it care a hundred Let's do another one, guys. Okay. Uh, chat room. Pick guess another, another number. One. Let's see. Pick another number. I like this game. This is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Just give it a second. Yeah, because sometimes it's a slow response. Lex says number four. So we're going to go with number, number four. four. University of Iowa students say KKK art on campus gave them nightmare. Damn, the KKK is back. And they are back big. They strong. Showing up doing art like they got arts and crafts going on. Does it KKK got an arts and craft like segment? Apparently so. The activism sparked by an art display depicting a Ku Klux Klan robe should be a catalyst to make the University of Iowa more welcoming for minorities. Uh, students and employees said Tuesday. Many blacks and other students said they were traumatized by the seven foot tall KKK robe a visiting art professor displayed on campus without the university's permission Friday. <sighs> Ah, why wouldn't so you, they're doing this shit and they didn't even approve it you don't gotta run this by you don't think you need to run this by anybody right so you could tell people hey this is for art i mean so people would know that this not some fucking random seven foot tall kkk shit just hanging around the campus just because during a meeting tuesday the ui african-american council Students, faculty, and staff aired their opinions and called for progress on broader issues such as the recruitment, hiring, and treatment of minority students and employees. Graduate student Kayla Wheeler said she had nightmares and has been unable to sleep since Friday. Jose Ordona, Ordonia, uh, added a, add adjunct, wait, and, and adjunct instructor in creative writing said seeing the statue left him feeling afraid and alone. And he since slept with chairs against the door of his home. Ordona said he didn't appreciate that he was what he called a paternalistic tone from the artist Serhat Tanyo Lakar that suggested critics didn't understand the meaning of the piece. As an art object, this was an artistic failure as far as appropriating other people's pain. 
so it was so it sounded like it wasn't even a black person to put this up tanya lockar uh i mean tanya lockar said he built the fabric structures years ago to raise awareness about racism in the united states the piece includes images of newspaper headlines about white violence against blacks he said he decided to display it including a camera recording people's reactions to show solidarity with students who have been protesting police brutality yeah you you might want to run that by each other because how you gonna show you don't show solidarity by not consulting anybody that's like the opposite of solidarity that's acting on your own right after students were upset university officials offered the statue removed hours ordered the statue removed hours later tanya lockhart said he felt horrible that his work caused so much pain and anger but also took issue with the university statement denouncing the display as divisive and intolerant because you didn't and you didn't inform them that's why University President Sally Mason on Sunday apologized for the school's response, saying it wasn't adequate and didn't happen soon enough. All of us need to work together to take preventive action and do everything we can to be sure that everyone feels welcome, respected, and protected on our campus and in our community. Mason plans to meet with a group of concerned students Wednesday and to form a committee to study changes that could include strengthening cultural competency and implicit bias training. Willer, who will be in Wednesday's meeting, said more training and a better game plan for handling future incidents would be a positive change. Uh, will be positive steps. Michael Hill, president of the UI African American Council and an associate professor of English at Mason's statement is an opportunity, says Mason's statement is an opportunity to seek changes on more systemic issues such as specific steps to recruit and retain more tenure track faculty members and a student, uh, students who are minorities. Blacks make up about 2.5% of the university workforce and 3.5% of the freshman class, which Mason has touted as the most diverse in school history they have a picture of the display um i'll put it in the chat but it's basically like a a ku klux klan big statue made out of newspaper clippings Mm -hmm. of uh, obviously racial issues um but didn't did not have the desired effect apparently (laughs) so and like i say i understand art and things like that but like you say you still have to run it across the university yeah ask the students you know like would this be a good idea i want to show solidarity with y'all uh all right let's play our last game before we uh do some sore ratchetness mm-hmm. now that is time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that is time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right, guys. It's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going on across podcast land. We read a new, read or play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. And the chat room is racist. All right. Um, let's see here. Um, so you want them to do pick again? <clears throat> nah, nah, I got this. Um, a woman is accused of stealing mail. And says she did it because I was bored. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't trust the motherfucking post office no more. She worked at the Detroit Mail. Well, I can let the I'll let the uh. Revere when so many holiday gifts are sent through the mail. It really is. A woman who works at the downtown Detroit U.S. Postal Service branch now stands accused of opening letters and removing cash. And what's worse, she apparently <gasps> did it as some sort of game. Let's get to Sean Leahy. He joins us live downtown with the story. Federal Sean, crime. it's important to point out that this is a federal crime. Right. 
Oh, you're right. A federal crime against a federal employee who worked here hauled into federal court just a few hours ago. We're talking about 2,000 pieces of mail stolen from this facility and then about $1,500 in cash taken from cards and letters clearly meant for other people. Ms. Varian, Sean, Channel 4. Need to ask you about the mail, please. Only local four cameras are there and rolling as Sharon Varian left federal court late this afternoon. The U.S. postal worker is charged with stealing a staggering amount of mail. Do you have any response to the people who wanted to send the mail to loved ones? The USPS Office of Inspector General says Varian admits to stealing up to 2,000 pieces of mail. Opening the mail, stealing the cash out of it meant for grandkids, birthdays, graduations. Her husband, Glenn, speaking up for her. Want to say anything to the people who lost mail because of this? Well, to the allegations that are confronted with her, she's sorry for any inconvenience that anyone went through. So naturally, so it was a, it's a regretful situation. An investigation was launched after piles of mail was thrown on an I-94 ramp on several occasions. The way oh. Varian drives home to Dearborn Heights. Mail was traced back to her workstation. Her home also had opened mail inside and out. And that's where she told investigators she did it because, quote, I was bored that it was all a game to see how long before she was caught. People aren't pleased. I can't even imagine the people who were waiting to receive a check, a letter, uh, an announcement that they got a job and not to have received it. That's just heartbreaking to hear that. Well, tonight, the Office of Inspector General telling me that good people work with USPS. They work to earn the trust of customers. And, quote, it takes only one incident of theft to potentially diminish this trust. And OIG, Office of Inspector General, special agents will vigorously investigate those employees who violate that public trust. Carmen Guy, back to you. Thank you. Sean Lay reporting for us live. Before you go, though, can you tell us what happened inside of court today? Sure thing. Not guilty plea entered. A $10,000 personal bond was granted, which means she didn't have to put up any money. She has to be right back before that judge, however, at the very end of this month, Carmen. All right. A sad situation. All right. Guess the race of Sharon Berrien. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe the race to be. Lauren in Pittsburgh says white. The only folks still living in Detroit are shady porch monkeys like this woman, says Aww. Black Rob. One who thinks their white skin gave them manifest destiny of a male still an ass cracker white. White, whiter than the paper those letters were written on, says Joe Spacely. Black cause Detroit looks like she's pushing the envelope, paper envelope whites. Uh, <laughs> obviously wasn't worried about coming across her own unpaid bills white. White that whiter than the envelopes on the side of the highway that were <laughs> they were kind on, uh, I guess left on. Black, I didn't know I couldn't do that. White, male, male, go to jail. Black, black, one privileged enough to commit federal crimes just for fun, but supports Darren Wilson. One who makes macaroni macrame and calls it art. White, white Aww. as those envelopes she stole. One who owns Confederate flag thong and Trevor Phillips' ex girlfriend. The correct answer is she was black she was black y'all oh she's black y'all and she's black y'all she's blacker than black and she's still y'all <laughs> Yep, 
she straight stole that shit man she was goddamn bored wow right i mean when you get bored at the job you're supposed to go take a extra long bathroom break or something uh let's go to the bonus round because blackish come on at 9 30 <clears throat> <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Bonus round of guess the race. Everything's worth double the points, double the racism. Uh, let's see who can keep it going. All right. Might be able to do two before blackish happens. Okay. Uh, a Hamilton man is accused of robbing a carryout to a carryout restaurant Tuesday night. And police say he may have done it before. Police say Virgil Wedmore, 32, entered the Minix drive-thru at 6.30 p.m. and pointed a gun at the clerk and demanded money. This is for my kids' Christmas. Just do what I tell you. I don't want to hurt you, Wedmore told the clerk. The clerk gave Wedmore money, police said, but he couldn't get the bag open to pull it in. Wedmore then forced the clerk to help him get the bag zipper open, police said. He fled on foot, but responding officers arrested him after a short chase. Police said that, as it turned out, a detective actually witnessed the robbery and called for backup before Wedmore came out of the carryout. Damn, this motherfucker got caught. <laughs> he got caught because the police watched him rob the flick. What an idiot. Webmore has been charged with aggravated robbery. Police say he may be responsible for some other minic robberies. Police are still looking for the suspect in an earlier robbery on Brookwood Avenue. Guess the race of Mr. Virgil Wedmore. Let's check the chat room. Santa Slave Black. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Aww. laughs> Use the kid card white, says Farger. Uh, white because he was worried about his kid's Christmas. <laughs> oh Brian, that cuts deep. Lex says chicken grease covered fingers stopped him from opening the loot bag black. Trying to get Christmas presents early white. More like exaggerated aggravated with that bad white bag white. Uh he he also ordered his wings extra crispy and all flat, says Brent. Oh Ted DiBiase employee. Oh, this is a nigger. Virgil is a black name all day. Black Pete Black says Leslie Mack. Ted DiBiase servant Black. Cheese and mayonnaise sandwich eating John Cougar Miller kept listening to White. Black Sam Jackson in Coming to America counterpart White. The correct answer yes, is, is White. <laughs> Many of you still missed it though. That's right. Um, now let's do one more. This is also for double the points, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. <laughs> All right. Uh, coroner had to resign after being banned from crime scenes. You know that's bad. Right? I mean, that's your whole damn job. Yeah, what did you do to get banned from the crime scene? You showing up like Edward Nigma and shit? And <laughs> Edward Sister Hands? 
You got jokes. We have just learned Cock County's coroner has resigned. This comes two days after a judge permanently banned him from crime scenes. WBIR 10 News reporter Evan Johnson is here to explain this controversy for us. Evan. Yeah, Robin, as you mentioned, we just learned this. I got a phone call about 45 minutes ago saying County Attorney Terry Jarnigan signed that letter of resignation. Now, Jarnigan was accused of potentially tampering with a death investigation last month. Monday, a judge permanently banned the former coroner from crime scenes, which also has led to his resignation today. With what has happened in this case, it's better that um, he was able to leave his post. Cod County Mayor Crystal Ottinger tells us the former county coroner, Terry Jarnigan, is off the job. This after a judge bans Jarnigan from any crime scene or potential crime scene. He also could not disturb or touch evidence or victims' bodies. Shit. Mr. Jarnigan had been accused of... Uh, <clears throat> Contaminating a crime scene while an open investigation was still going concerning a victim of a gunshot wound. According to statements from two Cobb County Sheriff's officials, Jarnigan stuck his finger inside the gunshot wound after being told an autopsy had been requested, possibly tampering with the test results. It's essential that uh, law enforcement officers such as Cobb County Sheriff Department uh, employees are able to uh, examine a crime scene and make their re reports. Uh, without any um, outside contamination. More court documents show Terry Jarnigan was previously known as Terry Lackey. And back in 1977, among other felony counts, he was convicted of willful injury by explosives, arson, and detonation of explosives with intent to harm a person. In 2002, what? Jarnigan petitioned for restoration of citizenship rights that he had lost with his felony convictions, and the court found he had sustained and maintained the character of a person with honesty and integrity. Now, Cock County Mayor Crystal Ottinger says the county will probably not hire a new coroner to replace Jarnigan. And, Robin, that's because she says Tennessee counties are not required to have a coroner if they have a medical examiner, and Cock County currently has a medical examiner. All right. Evan. All right, guys, guess the race of, uh, what was his name? Ja uh, James Dunn. He goes by the name Jimmy. Jimmy Dunn. Let's check the chat room. Allowed to quit. Oh, he's white. Probably a nasty white Republican who voted for Romney. Dex oh, my. Dexter going rogue. Extensive criminal past considered ah. a good man. White. Bony ash white. White. White, y'all. White. Whitey literally using a gash for a gash. Uh, looking for Cletus, looking like Cletus White. Only a white man is crazy enough to want to work with dead bodies, let alone fondle them. Needed to know what that hole do. White says, Oh Lex. my. <laughs> says the coroner is a foreigner. White. Creepy cracker posting and tagging selfies with corpses, says Redbone Sonya. Uh, what the, I'm doing so bad here. Hispanic says Leslie Mack. Domestic terrorist white, white says Redbone Sonya. Reeks of white privilege, convicted, felon, elected the position of coroner. Saltine, the correct answer is, and everyone got it except Leslie White. <laughs> and of course, uh, gotta get these booze in for Leslie. <laughs> Just for you, Leslie. You messed up. Um, all right, sore ratchet this time, and then it's uh, blackest time.
looking at the picture of the coroner, his face looks like, you're goddamn right, I touched those brains. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> and I do it again. His mustache. A man and a teenage girl were arrested after a fight. Police say Church Road searched Church Road in Landport, Portsmouth, and found a samurai sword after officers were called to the area over reports of two men fighting. It happened on Monday at 11 p.m. A 34-year-old man suffered a cut to the ear in the struggle. Police arrested a 36-year-old man from Havant on suspicion of GBH with intent. He suffered a, hand, a cut to the hand. Officers also arrested a 13-year-old girl from Portsmouth on suspicion of assisting an offender both men were taken to the hospital the area was briefly cordoned off police say there is no threat to the wider public uh so that was it but once again motherfuckers corrupting the youth with these motherfucking swords mm-hmm. all right guys go to shout out productions youtube page go to adam and eve put code tbgwt in get your free shit mm-hmm. uh now to go live tweet blackish we'll be back saturday with our feedback show Until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah.